Shut up and sit down. Song, folks, it's uh, I don't know, I like it. Well, we're almost to our year mark, so we should definitely change that. Yeah, yeah, I hear someone's getting something custom done somewhere from someone, I'm not sure who or what or when or why. It'll or happen. Why? Why is because you're just talking about it. That's true, like for the second week in a row, actually. But here's how it's going to happen so, a little behind the scenes for everyone Jess is the information like guru. Guru, and I Master. would say... Um, hoarder. Hoarder is, <laughs> hoarder is a good one. I was going to say like the like the information safety deposit box. <laughs> so like if, if we want to know who we're going to interview uh, more than a day in advance, and even sometimes that's tough, we, we have to like go get the bank teller, and we have like a double key, and we both have to turn it. And it's on a timer. And, and then it's... have like 10 seconds. Yeah, and so you just get a quick glimpse, and then like she'll tell you a little bit more the next day, and a little bit more the next day. We love Just to Jess, keep though. the excitement. It's true. The anticipation. Honestly, not knowing ahead of time who the guest is, unless we have to travel somewhere, but not knowing ahead of time who the guest is, just means I don't have to fucking pay attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to prepare if I don't know. Because <laughs> um, I, you know, one gen- less thing you have to worry about. I, I generally stay pretty abreast of of what's going on in, in the news, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but these guests that just roll in, like today's guest, the the poutine your mouth, uh, folks, Jen specifically. I'm hungry now, by the way. Um, we also do those interviews. <laughs> we record them usually before we do the rest of the show. And now I'm hungry. I want some poutine. I want to put it in your I mouth. just settle for some regular old fries now. No, no, they gotta have gravy and cheese on them now. I'm seriously. I'm going to see her tomorrow. I'm gonna but go. But take Sean. She would like it. Fuck that. She'll bitch about the gravy. <laughs> and she's not going to get just fries from the fucking poutine truck. <coughs> I'll take her to Wendy's. She can get fries from Wendy's. <coughs> I'm not going to pay whatever they're going to charge just to f- appease my stupid kid that doesn't like anything. Anyway, so you this are is... You uh, being <laughs> especially contradictory and buttheadful today. Probably. Uh, this is uh, the New Utah Podcast. It is episode 44. 44. Um, We're getting close to a full year. What what do we call fifty? What is fifty? The golden anniversary? I don't know. So not, are silver? You guys bring me, I, I don't know. No, I think twenty five silver, right? Or ten? I don't know. I don't fucking know. There's a whole thing. It's all bullshit. Anyway, I'm your host, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> uh, we have Jeremy. Hello. Uh, my lovely wife, Bree. Hey. Uh, who is back? She was sick last week. She's still a little under the I weather. Still sound like crap. the Fanex gunk. She had like no shittle. voice at all. No voice at all last week. Uh, well, I had a voice, but my throat was pretty. Yeah, it's gold. And then uh, the 50th anniversary is gold. Of the information lockbox known as Jess. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just kept quiet since I'm the lockbox. Just with information. I mean, if you say hello, that's not really informative. It sure is. It's indicating that she's here. Well, I already indicated she was here, so, well, so I've the cat's out of the bag. There wasn't any one. proof. <laughs> <laughs> there was no proof. So, uh, uh, how was she? Uh, Brie was sick all damn week last week and all weekend. Yeah. So, 
And I I don't think I have ever been this sick in my whole life. No. You've been sick even for a while. Cuz even when I got sick from when Cassie brought home her bronchitis crap, like that was just one really bad day of just just being really Yeah, but this sick. has been like a week. This didn't get the whooping cough like. Yeah, at least I didn't get the whooping cough. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit sucks. Uh and I didn't get bronchitis or crack a rib. So that's good. I'm just still sound like shit. So in the uh, the escapades of the escape dog in the down fence. Uh, the ongoing saga. Yeah, I mean, it really is. So if you haven't noticed, fucking snowed last weekend. So I was just saying to Jeremy last week, like, oh, probably here in the next week or so. I can put the fence up and then it fucking snows. It's so cold <laughs> enough to snow. You can't really put cement. Uh, so we may have an alternative to that. Um, but I put the temporary fence back up. And I staked it back down because dumbass dog keeps getting out. She ripped the temporary fence in half. So she's back to being chained up in the yard again. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like cruel and unusual. She's got a really long lead. It's like a 25-foot lead that can't possibly get freaking caught on anything or tied down. She's not going to, like, jump over the fence and hang herself with it or anything. But she's uh, less amped to go outside now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um She's like, oh, I really got to pee. Then you go open the door and she's like, oh, fuck, you, you're going to put me on the chain, aren't you? Son of a bitch. And so <laughs> she'll slowly dog, walk you out. You can't have a pit bull roaming the neighborhood. I mean, you can. She's the friendliest dog on the planet. She got out again Sunday. So after I had, like, staked down the fence, I went and did some yard work. I trimmed all my rose bushes on Sunday. I'm like, fuck, it's spring. I got to go trim those things. They're starting to leave and I got to get all the old <laughs> buds. They're starting to leave. They've had enough. <laughs> yeah. So I got to get rid of, cause you know, like, you can either trim your rose bushes in the fall or in the spring, but you need to get rid of all the old blooms. You got to cut back the dead, the dead stuff and cut it back to new growth. Um, so they stay healthy. So I went out and did that and staked down the thing, and she fucking... And I just laid in bed. She ripped no, the temporary fencing. Just well, ripped it down. Well, <clears throat> not while he was out there, though. No. no, she didn't even go near it while I was out there. So then he comes in the house, and he's downstairs, and he's telling me, I'm, I'm calling off downstairs. I'm like, okay. And so our neighbors, they're loud. And they're really, really loud for a Sunday. And, you know, the dad has cancer and stuff, so they're usually not very loud. And I'm like, what's, what's going on? So I haul my lazy ass out of bed and I peek out my bedroom window and I'm like, oh, that looks like my dog shit. <laughs> so I come downstairs to tell Chris because I'm just hanging out in my pajamas and I'm not going to go to the door. And I said, I think Cassandra's calling you because she was on her phone. He's looking at his phone. No, she's not out there. So he runs out there to get her. And I go back upstairs. She was calling my phone. But I had walked <laughs> away from my phone to go get Chris. Uh, so anyway, our dog's an dog. asshole. Why do they like? Had a taste of freedom. This is such a poor home life. It really is because she like ran out onto the porch where when um, she's like, "Fuck these these guys play with me. They take me on walks. They feed me. I don't want to. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Sleep in their bed with them. Not enough. Mount motherfuckers. I'm gone. I want more. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, dogs are stupid. Have you got your bees yet? No. Uh, and it depends on the weather, and because it's been so up and down and cold and warm and cold and warm, I would guess the earliest would be about the 15th of April um, up to the first weekend in May. Wow, even that late, huh? It just depends on the weather. But I did get the um, Beehive 2.0 all ready. It's all ready to go now. Yeah, so I made some improvements, fixed everything that wasn't working to well. To the main big Beehive? 
Yeah, my big one. It's it's much easier to repair when there's no bees in it. Yeah, when they're all just a bunch of corpses. <laughs> Imagine that. So, what'd you do with the bodies on the ground? Did you just leave them? There? Oh, that yeah, that, they'll they'll just decompose and yeah. Why don't you just let your chickens out? They'll eat them. Oddly enough, the, they stay away. They don't even go near the they're hive. Prob- well, that's because the hive, they go near it, and the fucking bees attack they're, them. They're, they're, they're smarter than the dog. Yeah, the dog's an idiot, dude. <laughs> they're smarter We've than the dog. Well, we just, we just, we just had that discussion. Dogs are stupid. How dumb dogs are. They're morons. Every, a couple times a season, he's got to go out there and check out the hive and poke around and see what's going on and get stung. Does he really do it every year yeah, still? a couple times every year. So the chicken, no, the chickens stay away. They, they... No better, I guess. They're like yellow, bad. I gotta come. We gotta go over to your house sometime soon and check out your new digs because we haven't we, been invited I, over. Yeah, we gotta have Heather had a birthday and 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 Chris admonished her yeah. for never ever celebrating <laughs> so her why, birthday why with why the friends. Like we, because as friends, we typically go out for people's birthdays, and for whatever reason, like we were talking to Bree, we were in St. George during Heather's birthday. I'm like, why the fuck don't we ever go out for Heather's birthday? That's such she a dick like thing. Us. She hates us. I mean, we have. We, we have truly a, are not really her friends. So. <laughs> we have a couple times, but but not very often. We, we truly are Jeremy's but more Jeremy's friends. You guys were out of town, and then Fan X because we went to sushi like a couple years ago, ago with her. Yeah, I think two years ago. The tsunami. Yeah, because she likes sushi, yeah. unbeknownst to everyone, but you and apparently you never take her out to sushi. So for a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like sushi. We go You're out such to sushi. an asshole. <laughs> we, we go out for sushi. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so, uh, Jess, you did some fun stuff this weekend, did you not? She did way fun stuff. I mean, there were pictures, maybe they were from like two years ago, but I'm pretty sure they were recent. Maybe they were. You're a liar. No, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I am. I'm pretty sure there's, they were recent because no her movie. hair was longer than it was so two what, years ago. So, what did you do? I don't remember. You went to the, it was two the coloring thing, the Holly, you you went to the Holly Festival. You went to the Holly Festival. You got all covered in colors of cornstarch. Didn't you do some car show shit? Yes, like you did the car thing? show too because we were talking. Show. It was an auction. I was, I was. Did you make a cake? No. Did you go swimming in the Utah Lake? No. <laughs> I'm just trying. You I was looking at your pictures while person. we were grocery shopping because Chris is the grocery shopper and I just kind of tag along like a little kid and I was like, look at this car that Jess took. Look at this car that Jess is by. Look at this. Guy. He's like, uh, is Jess at a car show? I'm like, I don't know, but it's cool. <laughs> So it was a car auction? Car auction. Classic were you, car auction. Was it a private auction or um, open to the public? I was the clerk. I had to write down every sold price. So how does that, is it just a thing you got a gig through your work? or? Uh, no, a friend of mine has a small dealership and they own the Utah rights to this auction. And it's based out of Montana and they come down once a year. Uh, people just have to register and put their car in and... Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. That's kind of cool. They were really pretty cars. This is the thing. Jess does really cool shit every weekend and never fucking talks to us about it. Like, we could probably have a whole episode on the fun stuff that she does. And we could live vicariously through her because we're old fuckers with kids. (laughs) But she doesn't want to share. No. So the other thing we did this weekend is... Uh, we, we, we're kind of caught up on most of our regular shows that we watch. Um, and, uh, we decided Sunday that we wanted to binge together. So, cause we, I did a lot of, we, I did a lot of housework, a lot of, a lot of work on Saturday and Sunday morning. Bree was sick. Um, but we binged. I felt the clothes. Most of the <laughs> Santa Clarita diet. We still have two episodes left. So. You, that you, was, you've that seen was a it. Jess recommendation. I know, but she's just ignoring me. I have not seen it. 
I don't watch things on Netflix. You, I thought you watched it. Shit's th- Creek is the last thing I watched. I thought Netflix. you said that you had started watching it. Nope. It is oh. freaking hilarious. We still have like two episodes left. I just couldn't pull myself to watch another hour. <laughs> they're short. They're only like half an hour, which is pretty short for most Netflix stuff. Uh, but they're freaking hilarious. And Bree thinks they were trying to make Drew Barrymore look really hot, but she just looks old. That's not what I said. <laughs> you know how old she is, Bree? She's older than us. No. I thought she was. She's like our exact age. I thought she was older than a couple of years yeah. older than us. No. I think she's, no, she's I just, fine, I, but I don't think they were trying to make her look super hot or anything. I don't know. But it's a funny show. I it's just really thought she funny. looked frumpy. It's really frumpy. funny. The kids steal the show. The people that play the kids, they, they steal the show, in my opinion. The daughter and the son of the neighbors. I, I think they steal the show. Anyway. It's true. Enough about uh, our weekends. Um, I'm excited for Archer coming out soon. Me too. The episode of Archer. I Me like too. Archer. It's They're a doing show. a 40s noir I throwback. That. I saw that. The Archer Vice show is so good. <laughs> so I'm kind of interested. I kind of miss Skinny Pam. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and if you need to catch up or want to reminisce Pam. that last season of Where Archer. Where she ends up like. Inhaling the whole pallet of cocaine, pretty much <laughs> over the course of well, the, they put her in a cocaine cast that just melted oh, that's into right. her skin to start that whole thing off. That was so funny. Um, like a J. But <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch that season, it's on Netflix now. It was released. Well, uh, they're rerunning it on FXX because yeah. the new episode is starting. So actually, the last couple of weeks they've run everything, every episode. Number one, all the way through. I love. So that's really what Jeremy was doing when it was raining. Yeah, I love. Contractors these. weren't calling him. He was over there. <laughs> was the the, well, the thing Archer. is, the smaller cable networks are like, "Well, we've got the rights to syndicate this. Let's just fucking play this one show all day." So that's what they do. It's cool. Like they did The Simpsons. Every Simpsons oh, yeah, ever. Every every it was Simpsons like a two week long marathon. It's like a week long, wasn't it? No, it was like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, that's yeah crazy. it was. But it's such a great show. Still relevant. They're able to stay relevant. Um, enough about that though. Let's let's talk about events, shall we? Sure. Sh- sure. You gonna talk into the mic? Sure. <laughs> You're like sure. Well, let's talk about events over here. I can still hear you. Barely. That's okay. You can't hear me when I'm close to the mic anyways. <laughs> Plus, you're just going to interrupt her. and so. Well, that's how these things work. So one thing. <laughs> See? <laughs> you said events. And she said one thing. One, and you already interrupted one her. One thing that we're going to try to do. We've, we've had some feedback. Thank you guys for, for getting us feedback. And if you want to provide feedback, you can go to our Facebook or We don't want to hear bad stuff, though. <laughs> No, I'm fine. You tell us whatever. If you think I'm I'm a giant asshole and should leave the show, go ahead and tell me. Um, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. He knows it, but but you can tell him. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Jess is like, you're not really an asshole. I'm like, yeah, I am. (laughs) Um, But yeah, give us feedback. Well, one of the feedback that we, one of the things we got is that uh, by the time people listen to this podcast, this week's events aren't as relevant sometimes. Or they don't have a chance to get. Um, or they don't have a chance to get tickets or go to them. So we're going to try and not only talk about this week's, but next week's events, and and do that a little means bit of the recap. event segment is going to be a little bit longer. Oh fuck! That means you get more more interrupting. Actually, maybe you should try to use your powers of silence. That is not a power I possess. <laughs> I don't know if you've met me before, lady. I've lived with for some time now. For some time now, you don't. You can't tell. You I don't can. I'm just not going to tell everyone else. Because <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> anyway, what do we got going on? <laughs> Events. Events. So, 
April first. Uh, April Fool's Day. No, no fooling. Um, no, there. You're fucking kidding me. An event called No Fooling. No, I no, didn't say it was an event. No I fooling. said April Fools. Not fooling around. There's oh. a paranormal investigation. <laughs> I thought you said at the Tower so Theater. April 1st, there's an event called No Fooling. No, okay. you were not listening. Maybe we again. should create it. Anyways, they're saying this is the first investigation ever to be done at this theater, which I find hard to believe. At but the if tower? it is, yeah. Anyways, the one on ninth and ninth. So it's thirty dollars per person. Um, is that our friends? I'm not sure who's doing oh. it. It. I couldn't find that information, unfortunately. It wasn't clear as day. Anyways, um, also on the first... Can, can I say something about the tower, since we're here? Sure. Um, that's, a, that's a very Utah thing. I don't know if we've talked about the tower before. So when you think of Utah, you, you think of chain restaurants and you know big movie theaters, but you don't often think about independent films. Um, and the tower was it for a long time. They were the independent theater. And it's a shitty kind of old school auditorium with the sticky floors and <laughs> the, the rows of seats where if a dude's, you know, six inches taller than you, it's kind of hard to see over his head. But they show a Everything. lot of independent films, a lot of documentaries. And for a long time, they st- I don't know if they still do this, but they have a, uh, a rental program. They mm. used to do VHS rentals. Oh, really? Yes, um, they still do it. Not VHS though, right now it's mostly DVD or. I'm not sure. They might they, have both. Yeah, they, I think have, they have both a, actually. They have a video rental, and it's not like your new release bullshit. It's it's awesome hits like the Garbage Pail Kids movie and, um, you know Howard the Duck and <laughs> those kinds Sometimes of great movies. Sometimes I wish movies. people could see just his face at the things that you say. <laughs> they they show cool Ford movies. Yeah, they the do. They do, and so they're owned now by the Salt Lake Film Society, right? Mm-hmm. But um, and, and the Salt Lake Film Society also runs the Broadway Theater downtown, on Broadway. Interestingly, third third south. Um, but now we have two great theaters to go see movies and the Broadway is a much nicer theater and has a whole bunch more screens and they do a lot of independent films and dramas and foreign films and we wouldn't otherwise get to see those mm-hmm. if it wasn't for those guys. I saw a Japanese film there when I was in college at the tower. It was cool. And they do Rocky Horror every year. Yes, they do. A couple times a year, don't was they? That, wasn't the Broadway where we went on one of our first dates? Was that the theater we went to at the horror movies? Yeah, for the horror movie festival thing. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it was at the Broadway. So also on the first is uh, something not unique to Utah, but pretty cool. We have a lot of awesome roller derby teams. Yeah, we do. And they are doing a triple header on the first from three to nine. On 1450 South and 700 West. If you want to see chicks skate around and beat the shit out of each other, there is nothing quite like roller derby. So one of Holly's friends is on the roller derby team. We ought to see if we can. Which team? One of the Salt Lake teams. I'm not sure which one. I'll have to ask. Holly, if you're listening, tell us what team your friend's on. So that reminds me, I was watching Family Guy. Um, and it was, so So we're talking to Jen, food truck. Right. Uh, and, and now we're talking about roller derby. And this episode was kind of split into two like they do. Where Peter, was it poutine and roller derby? Well, Peter's running a food truck <laughs> because <laughs> Lois is on like a health food kick. And he's like, this is bullshit. So he's got a food truck that's selling like hamburgers made with donut buns and, you know, candy shakes. And it, anyway, and Meg, <laughs> they're at a birthday party at a roller skating rink. And she gives her friend a crock pot <laughs> for her birthday. But then this dude shows up. He's like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. And he like whips out a tape measure and measures her legs at the thigh, the knee, and the ankle. He's like, you have the perfect ratio. She's like, what? He goes, 
you have the same measurement of ankle, calf, and thigh. You could be a roller derby girl. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the episode, she's part of a roller derby squad. That's awesome. So Happy Valley versus South Coast, South Coast versus Sin City, and Sin City versus Happy Valley. It's $12 for adults and $6 for kids. Roller That's derby's reasonable. really cool to watch, too. It's a lot of fun. And where is it at again? Uh, fourteen fifteen South Seven Hundred West. Is it in an auditorium or is it? It's a warehouse. Oh. Their warehouse out by the ballpark, a little bit further west. This is west of the freeway, though, right? Yeah, Seven Hundred. Oh, so west. it's by it's by um, um, the fuck is it over there? The uh, car dealership, the Jerry Signer. Oh stuff. yeah, right. The basketball uh, behind the yeah. home where the basketball training isn't the, the the restore over there. Restore Thirteenth. Yeah. 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 Nice. So the second is also this weekend, and the um, let's see. I believe it is the third third annual uh, gay and lesbian wedding expo. Oh. It will be held um, Pierpont Place uh, downtown. Did you guys know that Utah is one of twenty nine states where it is legal? For businesses to refuse services to same-sex couples. I did That's know that, bullshit. I did not know that. That so, does not surprise me, but I did not know that. Um, and if you find out that a business is doing that, let everyone know. Let so us we can all Don't them. patronize it. Yeah, so we can choose not to patronize those bigoted pieces of shit. So the first one was held before <laughs> same-sex marriage was even legal here in the state of Utah, which is totally cool. Mm-hmm. So Q Magazine is putting this on, and... Um, they'll have, per, um, musicians, they'll have a bunch of vendors. It's just an opportunity, um, you know, for couples to go out and, and have the, have a wedding expo that is not boy that girl. Is, that is friendly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that not like, yeah. this is for the bride and this is for the groom and this is for the bride and this is for the groom. Right. And that, so that's noon, noon to five, uh, the second is also a really important day in my family um, because it is uh, lighted up blue for autism awareness, which is um, the whole month of April. And the Discovery Gateway is doing an event from 12 to 6. Um, they ask you to wear blue. Um, they'll have a bunch of sensory activities. And, um, you know, if you get a chance, put a blue light on your porch and uh, sh- sh- show your, sh- your support. Light. Not a red light. No. <laughs> We're um, not talking about the red light district. That's, that's a different. And a make different sure event. that you don't put blue lights on like your windshield wiper, your windshield fluid things pointing forward. You'll get pulled over. Yeah. For that. It's illegal. <laughs> so, so quick story on that. I had just bought a car. This was about 10 years ago. I had just bought a car. I'm leaving the dealership and it had those damn lights on it. I got pulled over. Yeah, for impersonating really? a police officer. Yeah. That's why. On, yeah. on your little, little windshield. Okay. So that makes me think of, I don't want to detract from So did you say, I awareness. just fucking yeah. bought this I, car? I held them up. I held up the paperwork and said, I just bought this car from what, the what dealership. Light, what lights? So you know I'm, the windshield wiper fluid dispensers at the on your hood? The like, two little, yeah. yeah. So two little knobbies? You, you can buy them and they have, Jeremy's you can doing buy like them so that they have lights on the front of them. And if you get ones that have blue lights, especially... They will pull you over and give you a ticket. Why would you do that? That just seems like that'd be annoying anyway. <laughs> so, well, when I was a kid growing up in Podunk, Wyoming, we used to go up on it was South Mountain. It goes up to Flaming Gorge out of Green River. Um, but we would go up there and we would sit on the side of the road because everyone just flies down that thing to get back into town. Like we're talking 70 miles in a 50. 
And so we'd see someone fly down. We'd turn on our lights and get behind them and flash our lights, and they'd slow way down. That's amazing. <laughs> it's it's illegal. Now, it's I totally illegal. Later, I find out that impersonating a police officer like that is really illegal, and we could have gotten a lot of trouble. But, you know, when you're 16, 17 years old, you don't give a shit. You don't think about that stuff. No. So anyway, so support autism, wear blue, put blue lights on what day? Well, it starts the second, but, but the all of April, of April is That's autism April. awareness. So wear blue every day of April if yeah. you don't oh have enough. I don't it, like that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't like blue, so I think I only have like two things that you are blue. Paint your nails blue or wear socks. Well, you know, I read a thing. Um, it's Apple. more of those bunnies; they turn your teeth blue. Apple just. Uh, and your tongue. I don't know about that. Uh, Apple, <laughs> are my teeth and tongue blue? Is Mine that? wear that twice. Oh. <laughs> So I think uh, Apple, one. Apple just put out a new version of iOS and a new version for their Macs. Uh, and one of the things they changed is they gave Macs now the night view stuff because blue light is they they found out medically that blue light is actually um, what's the word I'm looking for it makes your brain go basically. It it's makes true. Your brain be very we active. so at my work when I started there, our business development center walls were painted yellow. It's like the worst room ever. So and want, so, did you call it the pee room? No. No. So when they decided to get new cubicles for one of the other office rooms, they knew that I was knowledgeable about color and how it affects the work environment. So now we have teal backgrounds on all of our cubicles. They just finished painting the yellow room. It is now white. It is now my office again. It's amazing, but it is. We blue is a product. Yellow is not a productive color no, no. at so, all. So there's, there's scientific don't, evidence behind it. Yeah, that, I feel like tan falls into that. My whole co- so. my whole cubicle is tan. <laughs> well, back from my design days, one hundred and one, twenty five years ago. Um, the reason why McDonald's is that nasty brown and yellow is because it makes you want to leave. They're that not inviting sense. colors, yeah, that so that you sense. come in, you buy your food, and you want to eat quickly and get out. That makes sense. That makes sense for sure. Just sure. a so, yeah, I they, know that if you're interviewing, you should wear blue and not red. They added uh, nighttime mode to the Max now. So now in certain hours, uh, colors change in the background and the, the brightness changes just like it does on your phone. Hmm. Cool. Nice. Top I didn't know my phone did that. Does so your since, phone do that? since we're skipping ahead, does. I have a couple me. of really cool events that will be uh, through the week of the 5th to the 11th. Uh, normally, the Thanksgiving Point Tulip Festival starts on the 14th, but because of how the weather has been warm and then cold and then warm, the Tulip Festival is starting a week early. you got to start out when the flowers are ready. Yes. and so, But it's $15 to go. It goes till May 6th, uh, 9 to 8 p.m. Uh, another awesome event on the 8th is going to be the Tartan Ball which is held at the National Society uh, of the Sons of Utah Pioneers, and it's a formal dinner that's held by the Scottish Association, Utah Scottish Association. $35. It says uh, dinner and... Literally in the Facebook description, it says dinner and then shenanigans to follow. I was like, yeah. 6 to 9 p.m. And then this is really cool. Up at the University of Utah on the 8th, um, they are having... And I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Basant Kite Festival. It's oh, yeah. the Pakistani Student Association. This is our second annual kite festival. It starts at 10 a.m. Uh, they'll have food, music. There's kite competition. It looks, it's amazing. So, Also on the 8th, uh, Real, Tal- Real Salt Lake will return home. 
for the first time since shit canning Jeff Kassar as the head coach. It was so uh, funny. We were watching <laughs> the, the TV broadcast of the game on Saturday and the guy goes, Real coming out since, since, um, coach Kassar was canned. <laughs> he just says win? that on yeah. the podcast. Did they win? Uh, no, they tied though, which was really good against a, a New York team that probably should have beat them, but, uh, they they played a pretty good game, so I forgot something, you guys. What the thirty first is love Utah, give Utah. <gasps> oh yeah, That's it's a big thing. huge. Yes. Yeah, so, um, sorry, I can't believe I forgot that. I was too it's too concerned about next week. You. No, don't fucking blame. So me. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is an opportunity Asshole. for Utahns to contribute to any nonprofit, any nonprofit. Uh, there's no, I mean, there's hun- probably like three hundred. Um, Last year, they raised $1,229,800 by 22,221 people. Um, when, when I say nonprofit, that's anything from Humane Society, Salt Lake Arts Academy, excuse me, the Utah Film, uh, Tracy Aviary, the Pride Center, the Shakespeare Festival, um, the His- Natural History Museum, Utah Clean Energy, Wasatch Community Gardens, Adopt a Native Elder, which is one of my personal favorites, um, the Tory House Press, the Autism Council. I mean, there are so many, and it does, and there, the te- it's a ten dollar minimum maximum. It doesn't matter, but it's a ten dollar minimum. There's all kinds of good stuff. There's the Children's Justice Center, which actually I've seen ads being run, some ads from them, uh, which I thought was really cool on TV. Um, yeah, there's it's a great event. It's a great event. Lots of money to be raised. So, and it's a good time to do it because it's not the holidays. It's it's spring, and these people still need. They need your money. They need your KRCL, money <laughs> NPR. They need your money. So, we have any other events? No. Nope. Is that it? Okay. So, uh, I do want to talk briefly about the Man U game as well. Man U, uh, go again. My, well, I can get my tickets now. That's what I want to talk about. You it. can. So, as of today, season ticket holders. <laughs> Pretty much, if you don't know a season ticket holder, I don't think you're going to get a ticket to this game. So it's like Red View concerts. It's it's going to be tough. So I've seen. The, have you seen the billboard for it? They're, they're actually advertising for it. Yeah, they should be. It's very cool. <laughs> so I'm not sure what the tickets are going to be. So I know how much my tickets are. Um, so we have two weeks basically to renew, not renew, but to buy the tickets for our seats, and then they'll give like a like a two or three day period. It just opened up this afternoon. Uh, and then there'll be a two or three day period after that two weeks is so done. So our seats are guaranteed to be ours for that two weeks. Yeah, period. I've got two weeks to pay for our seats, basically. And then after that. And then after that, the season ticket holders will get a chance to buy additional seats. So for any other season ticket holders that didn't buy or. If you want, like, if we want to buy extra seats, first. like, I have people that want me to buy seats for them, I will have an opportunity to do that at whatever cost. And you said they're what, like a hundred bucks a piece? So the cheapest seats in the stadium, which are in the South End, are fifty. No, how much are yours? Mine Who cares are, about anybody else's? <laughs> my seats specifically are seventy dollars a piece. Now that will be the That's cheapest. That's to to see Man U play in the U.S. Mm-hmm. in awesome. Utah. It's pretty much amazing. So and but and once, we're only five six rows up. But, <laughs> but once we buy, we get our seats for that price. They're going to increase for season ticket holders to buy additional seats. 
They don't know what that price is yet. Mm. They haven't determined it yet. A lot of it will depend on what's available, I think. And then after they give season ticket holders a couple days to buy additional seats, they'll open it to the general public, at which time the price will go up to the general public as well. I know that you don't love these games, but I think this game is going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm going to go to this game. I hate these games, but it's a chance to see Man U. So uh, it's not like I'm going to fly to England David and watch Beckham's them. old team. Yeah, like fucking 12 years ago. <laughs> it still was. He's like a fucking geriatric in a soccer community now. So? So is most of our team. No, that's not true. Most They're of our team's young kids. now. Well, now. We have a handful of old guys. it was. But, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's been part of our problem. Think about it. Wingert's over 30. Beckerman's over 30. Tony's that, over 30. That's why a lot of people think Jeff Kassar got fired, because he wasn't playing enough of the youth. We have some good youth talent, like Justin Glad that went back down. I miss him. But they're all broken or red carded. Oh, my God. So well, many just injuries. Beckerman. So many injuries. Dumbass. All right. <laughs> Jeremy didn't even notice. He's like, what? We lost? Hey, did you notice that guy with the dreads isn't on the field anymore? <laughs> yeah, he says that at like fucking 95 minutes into the game. I'm not sure if you're aware how much I had. I'm hope. pretty aware. <laughs> well, when we rolled, I, I was, when we rolled I was, up, you were pretty lit already. I was pretty so. aware considering that <clears throat> as I sat there, Heather was like back to you because I'm pretty sure she was like, I don't know this person sitting next to me. <laughs> I would rather be friends Heather's with this like, empty seat. I got to drive me. home and I'm going to get drunk from his breath. She's like. Boy, I'm sure glad that point oh five thing isn't there because if I forget to turn on my blinker and the cop stops me, he's gonna think I'm drunk. That was a fun game. Yeah, because well, were wasted and you we didn't were know winning what was going when on. we left and we we didn't. We, so yeah, so, but Beckerman had gotten red carded when you before you left. We were oh, winning, yeah, yeah. and so we left like every other fucking Utah and leaving games. No, early. he had to leave because the of kids. the kid, kid issues. I don't give a shit what the reason was. <laughs> But you will never have a good excuse for leaving a game early. If Leah had gotten out, we would have left. <laughs> I would have driven away without you. <laughs> you would have had to find your own damn way home. So, so there wasn't that much time left when we left. Well, then they were already losing because they scored the because LA scored yeah, the two I, goals. They in were the losing beginning by like the, the 80th minute. That was anyway. anyway. So uh, it was let's, a fun game. So <laughs> it's, I, I, I love I love. Heather, when when Jeremy's drunk, because she's she's hilarious. <laughs> so it's uh, it's springtime in Utah. Springtime in Utah. So with spring comes snow and rain. No, and sun. Not and snow. Snow and rain. It fucking snowed last weekend. What do you mean no, not snow? Yeah, but you usually don't. Spring isn't synonymous with snow. In Utah, it is. In Utah. Mm. And if the ski resorts had their way, we'd keep getting snow up and through June. But I don't know that that's going to happen this year. However, we got a lot of snowfall. We are going to fill reservoirs again. And uh, so the canal that runs past my house and the farm area thrust, it was completely full. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of that. So the Ogden River in particular is one that they're looking at. Um, basically, the the guys that, that know what they're talking about have said, it's not really a matter. It's the Bureau of Land Reclamation or Bureau of Reclamation, I think, that, that really monitors this stuff. But they basically said, uh, we're going to have floods this uh, this spring. So as this runoff, as the snow melts, it's the extreme temperature changes that are really brutal. So when it hits 70 and then it's down to 30 for a couple days and it's back up to 70, we don't have a nice, slow, steady, warm 
warm up in, in spring, then we have really bad melt-off problems. And so... Well, the ground thaws and freezes inappropriately compared to yeah, and what even, is sitting on top of it. <laughs> even in, in February, I mean, they did a whole bunch of releases and they were they were right at that level for floods. So they're pretty sure that like Pineview, which right now is about half full, same with Jordanelle, they're pretty sure they're going to be completely full with this runoff. So... Um, that's, I mean, that's good news. It's really good news. We, we definitely need the water. Um, but you know, if you live by but a this river, much of it is luck. just wasteful. Well, I don't know well, it's wasteful. Just good luck if you live by a waterfront. When you can't contain it, it doesn't do you any good. Yeah. It's wasteful. Save that water for next year. Yeah. God damn you, mother nature. Why would you <laughs> fucking give us too much water? You fucking asshole. Uh, and to be fair, Salt Lake City has flooded, which is a little weird for people to think about. But 1983. Yeah. Um, just so much snow and so much My runoff. dad used to make t-shirts back then, and I used to have a shirt that said, I survived the flood of 83, and it had the Eagle Gate <laughs> thing with Did water you make a fucking t-shirt said that said, I, I, I survived the tornado of 99 or whatever fucking No, because he was. wasn't making t-shirts then, dumbass. I survived the tsunami of the Great Salt Lake. Every time we have some fucking disaster. Tsunami of the, tsunami of the Great Salt, Salt Lake. So, 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 true story, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but when Japan had the tsunami uh, that you know, fucked up the nuclear power plant after the earthquake. Uh-huh. Um, they did a story about whether or not we could have a tsunami in Utah from the Great Salt Lake. Uh, That's one of my rare bottles of whiskey was a whiskey that they bottled for the Japanese tsunami and all the proceeds went to the peeps. That's cool. That's really cool. Can I, think, I drink it? No. I think the answer is no, though, to a Salt Lake tsunami. <laughs> I'm dumb. just guessing. I'm going out on the limb. So fucking dumb. Good job, Jeremy. <laughs> You're so dumb. You know, if you like simultaneously all of the water at the same time, you know, like Utah Lake and Deer Creek and Strawberry and well, the, all at the same time, like got you know motion. Yeah, of like the a ocean. giant earthquake. That I just don't think that it would matter. Um, well, and so I, I was actually reading about the Great Salt Lake. It's drying up, obviously. I mean, it's been drying up for hundreds of thousands of years. It used to be like well, yeah, because we are currently living in the, in the lake bed, where yeah. the salt lake used to be. But um, there's an island in like the the northern part of the lake, and I can't remember what island it's called. But it's like a huge migratory bird thing. Like it's enormous. Antelope Island. No, no, no. It's not Antelope Island. It's it's way past that, um, and it's it's shrinking in size. And the the big thing is is there are land bridges now that are allowing four footed predators like foxes to and coyotes to get onto the island. Well, it's a bird sanctuary. It's like a huge Aww. breeding ground for like storks and stuff. So it's like Ebo in the chicken coop. Yeah, and so Aww. they're they're really worried about. Uh, the bird population and being able to use that as a breeding ground because for the first time ever, it's now not, you know, waterlocked. It's uh, it's a place where mm. predators can get to these birds. So. Maybe we should make funnels and funnel all the flood runoff water. I know it won't be salty, but it will, f- it will fill it up and then there wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be land bridges. But I, I actually think it's, I think maybe Utah State University is doing a bunch of studies. And so they were putting, because people aren't allowed on the island. So they were actually putting a bunch of cameras and stuff up uh, to check to see if they were, they were getting the four-footed predators out there. Hmm. So, really, really cool stuff. I, birds aren't my favorite thing, but that's really sad. Um, birds freak me out. Speaking of the outdoors, <laughs> uh, so Trump, um, this this affects Utah, actually. Trump actually um, just, um, he was, were they at the White House? Yes. 
Um, Trump was there with uh, Chris Stewart, whose town is his town hall this week or was it last week? Uh, it got postponed. Got canceled. <laughs> it's gonna get fucking canceled. Well, it got postponed because of the healthcare vote that <sighs> can, went awesome. All right, can I fucking say how great that is to have? It's not just that they pulled the bill, but they all went. Yeah, we're just we're not even gonna try again. Like it's not even just we had seven years of promising you repeal and replace, repeal and replace, but we decided to cram like your teenage daughter does the night before the test. Well, so that's I mean that's the thing that's crazy to me. Like it's not just that they canceled it, right? They're done. They're not like all the indication is they're not even going to make another effort. Like I mean, typically you think like, well, we can't get it past the way it is, so we'll pull it for now and we'll go back to the drawing board. No. Like the all indication is just, yeah, we're not going to do anything now. They're done. Because we can't agree. Because we have these dickholes that are too conservative for even us. And if we go with them, we're all going to lose our seats. And if we don't go with them, then we're kind of in between a rock and a hard place because we may still lose our seats because there will be enough people pissed off that we didn't that we're going to lose to the Democrats. So anyway, I'm really, really happy. But that's not what this is about. This is about... uh Herbert and Stewart being there to witness Donald Trump repeal some BLM l- rules. You know, uh, were put because in place. it's really good to do that. <laughs> so it was a, <laughs> well, I mean, it was a pretty hard. <laughs> what was that? It was a pretty heated debate. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to ignore you because uh being an asshole. It was a pretty heated debate about the rule, um, which was really um, a little bit stricter controls on some of the environmental stuff on BLM land. And of course, you know, our government, which seems to be hell-bent on uh, fucking public lands, was pretty happy with the change, uh, with the removal of that rule, which is like like the eighth big rule change that the Trump administration has basically turned over, one of which was like the coal mine regulations that Obama put in like the last week he was in office. Yep. Um, so that's a big deal. Um, the cool thing when I was reading that article, the thing that stood out to me is Herbert was like, yeah, we, the Bears ears thing didn't even come up because, uh, they were busy and had other shit to do. Because they were busy, busy focusing so, on the healthcare reform r- rule. The, the thing is, is Bears ears is important to us here in Utah, but in Washington, that is like the farthest thing from the They're like, oh, 1.5 million acres in fucking 1. Utah. 2. It's desert. Yeah, who fucking cares? Yeah. These fuckers isn't, aren't going to Isn't Utah really, campaign. really big and like, have nothing in it already? What? Anyway? There was some dickhead third-party candidate that got like 30% of the vote in Utah. Fuck that. I don't give a shit. Leave Bears Ears alone. Yeah. So I, I don't think Bears Ears is going to get rescinded. I'm pretty happy about that. I would be surprised if it did. So um, more stupid-ass Utah stuff. So the .05 stuff is signed. Herbert uh, signed it. Did you see like the ads that... that were running national newspapers by yeah, yeah. And, and magazines by other people outside of Utah. Well, the cool thing is like that that full-page ad that the Colorado Board of Tourism ran that was like, hey, thanks for all the yeah, uh, thank free you tourism. For taking the, <laughs> yeah, well, and for taking the heat off us because they've got some pretty funky rules too, but yeah. Yeah, so, well, anyway, there's a distillery up in Park City, uh, the Alpine Distilling Group up there. Uh, they are going to be uh, handing out breathalyzer keychains. Well, they're they're selling them. They're selling them. Yeah. Them well, but they're selling them for. I'd buy one. Oh, I want yeah, one. I would. Oh yeah, I would. I mean, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, a joke and an fu to the state liquor board, but uh, um, why not? 
You know, so here's here's the thing I was thinking. <sighs> this point oh five goes into place, but at some point in time we're praying that all of these guys get voted out of office. It can be repealed someday. And hopefully it is. Well look at yep. no when, look at no. look at it's what happened happen. when we tried to repeal the stupid Zion curtain. What happened? Now we have a Zion hedge and we have a, a Zion moat. moat and nobody's grandfathered in. We can't just repeal things in this state. That's true. We have to fuck it all up. Well and what, we can't just say, hey, we put these five things in place. Let's just pull these five things back. We have to say, well, um, now we have to put ten things in place because we put these five things back. Well, I mean, what gets me is Herbert signed the bill. He knows it's controversial. He signed the bill. And in his signing bill, he said, well, I'm going to sign it with the stipulation that we need to maybe have a special session and go back and look at things. And I'm like, That's you're, bullshit. you're fucking signing it. So it's just going to happen the way it is. And if you don't get your way that they add more special considerations or we have a special session to review You veto it and you say, come back later. Yeah, come with back a with a more bill. complete bill. Not sign it and then have some bullshit thing afterwards that says, well, we need to still work on it. Because we know it isn't going to happen. Exactly. Well, there's no ins- there's no reason for it to happen. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> some cool stuff, uh, Utah public land stuff. Um, so there is some grant money that's out there from, um, God, who's it from? The National Park Foundation got it from Polaris, actually. Um to improve some ATV trials and stuff like that. So one of the great things about Utah, it's not just the hiking and, and sightseeing and, and everything else, but ATVs. I mean, we've got a lot of great landscape to take all-terrain vehicles on and be able to go miles out and have a little bit of fun and experience Utah wilderness. And so there's a lot of popular trails, and one of them is getting a pretty big overhaul. The thing that I like about it is they create these trails to keep people on the trails so that those that want to go out with a, with these ATVs have a place to go and they're not destroying. Exactly. So they're actually set up specifically. So they can ATVs. go drive so, around and yeah. not fuck up the actual wilderness too much. And people and so, who are just there to hike or whatever can still enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. So this is the, the Arapino HV trail that's, that's getting the attention with this grant money specifically. I th- there's probably some more that'll get some attention, but that's a pretty popular one apparently. So um, those things scare me. I drove that one and almost turned it over, and I'm afraid of them. You almost ran it into a tree, too. Yeah, I got yelled at. <laughs> Not so by me. Not by me. Not a by you. Or a razor or what? It was a razor. It was a razor. Yeah. No. Was the one I was driving a razor? No. Yeah, it was when you were driving the razor with uh, with Lindsay. With Lindsay. Yeah. Or with Deb. Deborah. Whatever. No, I never drove with Deborah. Yeah. But it was Jeff that, that yelled that at me. Yelled Not at my for boss, being Jeff. Terrible. Jeff. <laughs> so... Um, other cool stuff going on in Utah. So I think we've talked about this before because we talked about the grant uh, that's going to expand the highway out, the I-15 corridor between like Lehigh and, um, you know, the one chunk that's left down there, <laughs> basically. Um, and part of that is because Lehigh is exploding in population growth. Not just Lehigh, but Saratoga Springs, which feeds through Lehigh. Yeah, yeah, and so Big Mountain, all of those areas, huge tech companies coming in. You know, Adobe's got a building out there now. Um, a lot of local Utah tech companies, DigiCert, Exactware, Vivint um, Solar, Vivint Solar's out there. Of course, the there. Cabela's, the big Cabela's out there. Yeah, but that that's been out there for years. It's been out there for almost ten years now, hasn't it? 
It's been out there for a while because I been went out long? there with Don. Yeah, well, and the thing is, is when Cabela's was <laughs> out there, like you could like point it out as soon as you drove out there because it was so it. big. And now that you was can't it. even see it. Now there's so much stuff there. Like it's not the only thing out there, uh, and and you've got all the all the development there. They're running out of parking space. They're running out of. I mean, the traffic is ridiculous. Just tell us about the traffic. Hour. Yeah, you drive that way, don't you, or do you go up to Redwood? I don't do Redwood anymore because it's always under construction. So, so you it, go I-15? Yep. Is I-15 better than Redwood? Which isn't saying a whole lot. So or does it depend on the time of day? For the first six years of working in Salt Lake and living in Eagle Mountain, I took Redwood Road to Bangadar almost every single day. And then Mountain View Corridor opened, and then I started taking that. And then one day I said... I wonder if it would be the same amount of time to drive on Pioneer Crossing through Lehigh and hop on the freeway on American Fork. And it cut about five minutes off of my commute hmm. uh, because you hit all green lights as early in the morning as I go to work. And I don't have any issues with traffic unless there's accident or bad weather. So and they're talking about the water shortages. But well. if you drive at normal times, then yes, you would have issues with traffic. I know when well, I drive it for work, it's a nightmare. Well, in that Pioneer Valley, whatever, that helped a lot when they put that in out there. Pioneer Crossing? Pioneer Crossing, whatever it's called. I don't care. <laughs> but it did help a lot. It helped a lot with congestion in the area. Um, they had some water issues. They had shortages in 2013 and 2015 where they had to enforce some restrictions. Um, they didn't last year. Um, I think they actually were talking about uh, the fact that they've lost a lot of the farmland has helped. Because it yeah. takes a heck of a lot more to water the same amount of farmland than it does to deal with a home in that area. And so this development has kind of, in a way, helped with Well, and when, when they're talking about Lehigh, they're not talking about old Lehigh. They're talking about new Lehigh, which is up yeah. um, east by Highway 93, uh, 92. Yeah, which is all east up by Traverse Mountain. And, yeah, all of the farmland is gone. Before, before Highland gone. and Alpine, really, up yeah. there. And that's, like, where your uncle lives, Bree. Where Larry lives. Yeah, you've you've only been there. So they're saying None right of the now, the rest of us have graced his, his doorway. Lehigh has a population of about sixty five thousand, but they're saying as soon as the development takes place, that could be up to a hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, it's crazy. The amount of growth that they have experienced is ridiculous. So four and a half percent is what they're saying uh, a year. That's just re- what's our state growth. I don't it's know, pretty high. I, I want to say it's closer. It's close to two and a half, three percent, which is that's really what I mean. High. So, like, I think it's a higher. I mean, they're. Yeah, I think isn't Utah County growing, right think, now the the fastest growing? I think so, but and I, it's, but it's I mean, mostly I think that they're growing twice to, as fast as to like, Lehigh. The state average. So. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy, and if that you drive out there, like if you drive out there like once a month, you can really see the difference. Well, she's even just driving freaking to to Draper anymore to drop Sean off for school. Yeah, you can see is it. Yeah. It, it, like it starts to back up right there around 123rd, and I'm getting off at 114th. And if anything at all has happened, <laughs> so like yesterday when they shut down I-15 because of well, the that, fatal accident, that didn't affect me though. <laughs> that was right in front of you guys, pretty much. Well, maybe a little bit further south, right? That accident. Two exits yeah. down. Because you're off 106th. In between so. 106 and 114. No, so yeah, there was the 123rd exit got shut down, and it happened like about 118 south, I think. But freaking crazy. Did you see the pictures? Did you hear about it? 
I didn't. I heard about it, but I didn't. So I, I saw it uh, live because <laughs> I was going to get Sean from school in the afternoon yesterday. Um, and basically, you had a, a box truck, and they think the guy in the box truck caused the accident. He died on the scene. Uh, the guy in the box truck. He ran into a car, which hit another car, which careened into an SUV, which careened into, or he con- careened into a uh, motorhome. It was a large motorhome. Yeah, it was a full-size RV, like not just a trailer, but a, f- a full RV. And the damage was crazy. Like the whole front passenger side of that RV was just crushed. So pretty gnarly. There was a car that was crushed between the barrier and another car. Like yeah. a car that was crushed between the barrier and like an SUV of some sort. Yeah, it was just, just some crazy stuff. So um, anyway, uh, South Salt Lake. Um they are breaking ground on a new huge development downtown. Um, so South Salt Lake, it's where, where is it? Uh, right around the, right around the I eighty State <laughs> right Street behind the OC Tanner Building. Yeah, by the OC Tanner Building. Is that um, anything that your cousin's doing, or is he just on the OC Tanner Building? No, they've been working on the OC Tanner Building for a couple of years. Yeah, I was gonna say that's been a, like a two, three year long project. Um, but yeah, so they're looking to put up some some big buildings. Um, it's a $45 million development, 2200 South Main, roughly. Um, so mixed uh, retail, residential, 235-acre area of the city is what they're trying to develop there. So this the smart thing to do, which is the exact opposite of what Daybreak is. So the concept behind Daybreak is they wanted people to move there, live there, go to school there, church there, work there. So what do you do? You build 5,000 houses and no place of business. Then, after the fact, they go in and start putting in businesses. Yeah, that was always so. It was like totally backwards. So, so my point is, with this, they're starting with they've got a Winco going in. They've got um, grocery stores, different different (laughs) businesses that are starting at the core of it, which is the way you need to do it. Yeah. So they're building these these big buildings with retail spaces already in mind, with businesses already contracted to come in so uh it's good because look utah has a huge housing shortage we've talked about it um this is a way to improve that to get some housing out there um anyway um speaking of expanding and growing the university of utah is looking to expand their stadium rice eccles um it was built with the intention to expand it they've expanded it once right not too long ago well, for the Olympics. Um, yeah, since I've been there. So that well, they a, haven't ever expanded this this side, though, the south end zone. Yeah, so the south end zone's in pretty shabby shape. And the south end zone, of course, is where the torch was, the big torch thing forever, and went through that whole debacle. So what they're doing first is to look at a, a feasibility study uh, to make sure that it's something they can do. Um, they've sold out most of their games um, for the last several years, so I don't think they're... So let's see, 38 consecutive sellouts since 2010. And 35 of those 38, they were doing standing room sections. So so it's time. Yeah, I mean, when you have essentially six years of sellouts... Part of the, part of the problem is there's, there's just such a limited amount of space up there. Yeah, well, I mean, but you see, like, the, the south end, there, there's room to expand because yeah. there's a whole bunch of empty space on the south end. And they can expand up... Uh, especially on the what is it, the east side of the stadium, they could expand up. So they're they're looking at, at different ways to do that. Um, well, east and west, they could take both sides up if they, depending on how they 
go about it. But I think they're just talking about the South for now. Well, I, that's part of the study is to determine Which what they want to do. And where. The South is the most critical because the South is right now at a point where, from a repair standpoint, it's got a lot of problems. They should really just demolish and rebuild the entire South End Zone. So, uh, so out where Jess lives, up in the middle of fucking nowhere. And, uh, <laughs> it's Mountain, not anymore. Can we just talk know, about all the expansion million, in Lehigh? A million people up there. Well, she lives in like Saratoga Springs, Eagle Mountain. It's the same place. I don't even know how you guys tell the difference. It's like Murray to <laughs> West Jordan or West Valley. I it's mean, how you know the difference between Kearns, West Valley, and West Jordan. They all touch. So, I mean, you could talk about this because this is your HOA, right? You pay to the ranch's HOA, don't you? So one of my two HOAs. Can you have two? Yep. How so are you one of the, you're not one of the sub ones though that's involved. No, I am not. But the parent one is one of your HOAs. Yes. Okay. So talk about that because you were telling about us earlier. Um, my sub HOA is not involved, but overall everyone is involved because essentially uh, there's a $14 million lawsuit that just got thrown um, at the ran- at the ranch's master HOA because they had filed wrongful liens against some of the units. And so uh, I don't know how they're going to get out from under this. And they were supposed to have a meeting on the 23rd, which they canceled to give more information. And right now it is really all up in the air. What was it? Your home's yeah. home, one of the ones they even put a lien against? Uh, not in this case. I'm not part of one of these sub-associations that so these liens were against. Basically, the way HOAs work is you pay some money, and they're supposed to do some stuff for you. Um, they never do, and then they make a bunch of bullshit rules that you have to follow. Um, most new planned subdivisions, like, like Daybreak, have HOAs. Um, so in this instance, like Eagle Mountain and Saratoga Springs had a whole bunch of companies come in and build. And there's this big, like, premier HOA, which is the ranches, the Eagle Mountain Ranches HOA. Um, they had a whole bunch of sub-HOAs underneath them for these other communities. Well, they were doing some shady shit. And they were putting liens on people's houses inappropriately and incorrectly because they hadn't paid an HOA due. So for like $70 in an HOA fee, they're saying, yeah, we're going to put a lien on your house. You're going to lose your house because you didn't pay the $70 bullshit HOA fee or whatever. You know, whether you have a grievance or, you know, whatever you're not paying, it doesn't matter. Right? Maybe your escrow account's fucked up. Um, well, that's illegal. <laughs> that's not something they can do. And some of these other smaller HOAs were like, well, hell, you, you can't do that. We're, you know, that's not cool. And they're like, yeah, we don't like what you're saying. So we're just going to disband your HOA, which they also can't do. <laughs> and so they got sued. Well, everybody just wants to be out of the ranches. There's no reason for the ranches to exist. Yeah. Period. The city should be maintaining that land. There's land that is right next to my house that no one has touched for years. Once a year, somebody comes through with a tractor and mows down the weeds and that's it. The city has been fighting. The HOA has been fighting. Nobody knows who owns that land and so it doesn't get taken care of. There is no reason for the ranches to exist. Back in the, back in around 2006-ish, when all of this whole area started, the ranches was all there was out there. So that originally, that's why it was... Well, City Center actually started first. Um, I've... I've always been in my house for 10 years. 
the city wow. just celebrated their 20th birthday. So, but there wasn't much out there. I mean, there was like nothing out there. Uh, the Walmart ago. wasn't even out there when I yeah. moved out there. So, anyway, that's and so we'll see. I hope it gets disbanded. It's not a big deal to me. It's seventeen dollars. I hate my other HOA. That's a whole other issue. Well, what but is your? I mean, what is your HOA? I mean, this is so my personal HOA doesn't cover anything. Anything is that except the one for you my landscaping. To? No, our person, our sub HOA, pay ninety five dollars to. Holy cow! Well, and it's so that she can repair the stairwell of the apartment buildings yes, across the street. Essentially. Mm-hmm. So do they mow your lawn and shovel the snow? And no, they don't shovel the snow. They mow my lawn, which I could do happily. They pull my flowers every year, which is awesome. I have a lot of grievances with them, but that's Anyways. not worth like <laughs> that's not worth twelve hundred dollars a year. I'm assuming it's ninety seven a month, right? It's ninety five. It just went up this year. Yeah, so that's yeah. not worth twelve hundred dollars a year. That's bullshit. Yeah. So, so here's my opinion on it. It's it's I I pay for <laughs> the condos water, which I already pay for my own water, and their garbage removal, which I already pay for my own garbage removal okay. through the city. It just yeah. So so it seems like there should be a separate HOA for them and a separate HOA for you. Yes, <laughs> there should. So I mean, HOAs are stupid. I don't fucking care what anyone says. I've lived with them. I hate them. They're annoying. Um, unless you live in a, you know, a, a single encompassing. If you're living in one where they're paying for you your utilities, your cable bill, you have a clubhouse. By all means, it is totally worth the money. But. But yeah, I mean, and, and I granted, I know there are plenty like that are super super strict, and ours. Are not are not at least in my part of the neighborhood. I know there are plenty of people that are fine, but um, they could be a lot more strict, and they're not, which I'm grateful for. But at the same time, I get to be the here. This is. Do you want a, a true test of my jerkness that nobody yeah. really knows exists? <laughs> I sent an email to the HOA last week saying, um, "Hey, just so you know, when the landscapers come out." Um, the tree that you pulled out last year, the kids have decided to use as a, as a digging pit. So now there's a huge hole in my yard, which is not really technically my yard because it's common area. I say that in air quotes. And also there's a big old part of my lawn missing because when it got muddy, the kids thought it was really fun to run through that. So just so you know, when the landscapers come through, that's... And also, can you just let all the parents know to tell their kids to stop leaving their toys in that part of the yard because my house is still attached to it. Do you want me to put a note in that and let the parents know? I said, you do whatever you feel necessary. You do you. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason why uh, Jess doesn't have kids. She doesn't want to pick up after their damn toys. I don't think that's bitchy at all. I mean, that's some stay off my lawn type shit, but... But you do that. Oh, fuck yeah. Can I tell you this story? Okay, I'm going to tell it anyway. I'm not going (laughs) to... I don't know why. Why do I ask? So when I I lived in North Salt Lake and I lived in an HOA in the Fox Grove development. Yeah, it was called Fox Grove. Foxboro. Foxboro. That's the name. I live there. I can't even fucking remember the name. Uh, anyway, so I lived in that development where we had a clubhouse. Um, and it was a clubhouse and there was a really nice gym in it. And for like the first year and a half we lived there, the gym was fantastic. And then shit started getting broke and equipment was missing and there are posted signs everywhere. No one under 16 allowed. 16 to 18 has to have a parent that is a resident with them. So I'm in there one day, and I'm working out, and this is after the gym has started to kind of turn to shit, more or less. And uh, 
these kids come in and I'm on the treadmill just fucking going or an elliptical or whatever. And, and, and I'm listening to my music and just, you know, going and all of a sudden these kids are dropping weights off of one of the machines, just fucking slamming them down. I pull out my headphones. I got off the treadmill and I just fucking yelled at these three kids <laughs> like, get the fuck out. You don't need to be in here. There's signs everywhere. Get out of here. You can't drop weights like that. That's why all the shit's broken in here. And they're like, oh, we're sorry, mister. Won't happen again. We'll leave. And they left. And I'm like, fuck. I'm that old guy. <laughs> I'm that old son of a bitch. Oh, I'm not. But so there used to be these two cute little kids that lived on the end um, who have now since moved. These little brothers. And they were my little buddies. Always came over to visit me. And some new kids had moved into the neighborhood. And I I happened to look out my side window, which I never look out that window. And this kid was like poking, poking this little kid with a stick. And I just, I, I just railed into him. I, <laughs> poking I, him with a stick? Yeah. Like, like something Je- Chris and Jeremy would do to someone Anyways, else. Anyways, it just... <laughs> Such a dead uh, stuff. There were there were certain kids I would look out for, and unfortunately, they've all moved out of the neighborhood this last year. And well, of course, they did. The other kids were assholes. Now I'm all by myself, so <laughs> <laughs> I am the mean neighbor lady. That's all right. That's right. That's okay. You don't have, have cats. Yeah, we're the say, you don't have social like, I have cats, but I don't have that many cats. And as long as you don't have twenty, no cats, of them. no dogs, no kids. Our but dogs, I like other people's kids. Are our dogs okay? And your your thing, your HOA. Yes, you just have to pay a fee, a registration fee. Fucking seriously? It's like twenty five bucks. Jesus Christ! That's right. I just said. Have you seen what your roommate's freaking dog did to your condo in your HOA? Yeah. And you want to know why that people have to pay a registration fee so they know they exist? He owns that. He owns that condo. He can do whatever the fuck he wants to the inside of it. Well, doesn't just don't you own your condo? Yeah. It's not a condo. It's but a townhouse, yes. right? But you, she owns it. I do own so it. She still has to pay a registration fee. That's yes. why I'm saying it's That's bullshit. That's what I'm saying. It's bullshit. There, there's a reason why. You know what? You should get a dog and let it shit all over the front yard that's not yours and make someone else clean it up. Uh, Yeah, that would be nice because they all do it to my side yard. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, A couple more things and then we'll we'll get to our interview with poutine in your mouth. Poutine in your mouth? Poutine your mouth. I not wanna, poutine in your I mouth. I just want to put, put it in... Your mouth. Poutine, your mouth. What are you going to put in my mouth? Fries and gravy <laughs> and cheese curds. Squeaky cheese. Mm, squeaky cheese. I wonder if I use beaver cheese. Uh, her and I had this conversation and I'll have to remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk homelessness for a minute. Uh-huh. So we've, we've talked ad nauseum. We've talked forever about the homeless shit. Um, so news today, there's a new shelter site, right, Jess? Yes. That's it? You're just going to say yes? That's why I put a post you Where's know, your I, post-it note? I didn't <laughs> get one. Damn I know where note. it's Don't at. Don't talk to me. But I'm trying to have other people involved in the conversation other than me, and I ask you a question, and you give me a binary yes. answer. It yes. is going to be on the, the <laughs> proposed site. <laughs> this is why I don't answer. You can just answer it on your own. You're killing me. I'm trying to get you involved, and you're like, yep, nope, <laughs> yep. Where? Where is it going to be? 146 South on the east side of the freeway and Draper so by, by the DMV and the liquor store. Perfect. Perfect. So now there are eight sites, eight sites that are proposed. And I just 
wish people would stop saying they don't want it in their neighborhood. These are your citizens, people, and they need to be taken care of. I think it they're sounds so pathetic when they're like, this This is just a travesty that it should be in our neighborhood, and there's all these signs against it. Again. Why? Well, here's why. Like, if, if you were homeless, how would you feel if people were saying that about you? Here's why. The only experience that these people have had, most of these people have had with the homeless shelter, is the Rio Grande. The whole reason this is occurring is because the Rio Grande is what it is. The homeless shelter downtown on Fort South is a mess. It is a 1,500-bed shelter that had any given night has 2,000-plus people around it and not enough space for them, and it breeds crime and drug problems and, and all kinds of issues. Well, and the winter is a quiet time downtown for homeless because they are seeking indoors well, the weather's starting to get warm, and now they're going to be back on the medians and on the sidewalks from from 6th South to about 2nd South and about 5th West to about 3rd West. So, and here's, here's the big deal, right? So, HB 441 was a bill passed by this year by the legislature with a $10 million funding chunk attached to it to add new homeless shelters in the Salt Lake Valley area. It's got a deadline attached to it. That deadline is Friday. next week. Is it Friday or is it next week? I think it's the thirty-first, isn't the it? Thirtieth. So it is Friday. It's the those so Thursday. So it's Thursday. So it's in two days. So a lot of people are saying, you know what? Let the thirtieth happen and don't make a decision, and then just come back and, and try and figure something else out. That money could disappear. There's people on the in the legislature saying it won't. We'll still earmark it for you. We'll pass another uh, another bill. But at the end of the day. That money could go away. And then we're stuck back at the same situation. Well, and even if it doesn't, people, like Jess said, these are our citizens. These are people, some of these people are just like you. Um, they were just, maybe they were living paycheck to paycheck and something bad happened. Some of them work. They go to work every day, but they can't afford that first and last month. And so they have now ended up homeless. They're not bad people. They're not drug addicts. They have kids. They have families. They have jobs. But they can't afford somewhere to live. Give them a break. Well, and I think the most important thing to remember is these shelters are not the Rio Grande. There are going to be 150 to 200 bed shelters. They got to go somewhere. With resources. With resources. So they're going to have drug rehabilitation resources on site for these people. They're going to have... You know, rehab, and when you have fifteen hundred people, it's hard to have all fifteen hundred get help. You know, within a couple of days' time to find an, another more permanent place to live. But now well, they're going to have access. They've to talked that. about each housing unit will be specific, so it's not a free for all. Yeah, they'll have a men's unit, they'll have a, a drug rehab unit, they'll have a family unit, they'll have a women's unit. So they'll be able to focus on mental health care. The people that are concerned about it being next to an, un- an elementary school or a business. What a great these place for a These people can't be bothered. Shelter. Like, they're not going to, you know, most of them would probably, given the opportunity, like Bree said, they just want to get their life back well, A together. lot of them have jobs. Just don't. Yes. So don't put them and in the center by the elementary school. Right. And we're we're in a seller's market, not a buyer's market, like we talked about before. And so... Yeah, you, you know, maybe you have the money, but the space is not there. And so your only option is to be homeless. Yeah, exactly. There is a housing shortage. So, um, and I get it. I get the people who don't want maybe the single men's shelter. I, I do. I get that because 
when I stop and think about it, do I, you know, there's a big empty field just up across the street from us. Do I want it there? No. But come on, people. It's, it's gotta go somewhere. These people have to have a home somewhere. People die on the streets in the winter. They, yeah. I would think, though, that the single men's unit would be, that would probably stay downtown. Right. And, and I think so, too. So I'm, I think these people are overreacting for. And look, nothing. let's, let's be clear. The single men's unit doesn't mean it's a bad unit. No. But I mean, I think of all of them, though, that's probably who most people are afraid of. Because that's, that's usually your, the crazy. I, I mean, I work downtown. It's usually the men, not that I haven't seen crazy women, but it's usually some single crazy guy walking around with a cat on his shoulders. Like, <laughs> uh, there is, there's a guy that walks around downtown and there's a cat that just walks around on his shoulders. <laughs> so anyway, a um, couple other, one other <coughs> quick story. Um, it's about a uh, women's football team in the state of Utah. Apparently a uh, uh, defending champion football team. Right, Jess? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what came off this article? You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> she's asking she must be a daughter because she's a girl. So, Jess, what's this team's name? Of the Utah Falcons. Z- with where, a Z on the end. Where are they based out of? Murray. How many people are on the team? I don't know. What sport do they play? Football. <laughs> what do they play? All over. Do they have a, do they have a base? Yes, Alcott High School is their oh, base. Oh, very cool. It's how, a fifty-two woman roster. Jeez. Anywhere from eighteen to forty-five. You want a story? I'll tell you a story. I box, and the very first year that I went boxing, there were boxing or boxing. What? Are you talking about? Just let her tell her story. Shut up. <laughs> you want me to talk or not? I do. I do. Anyways, there used to be another women's football league. Um, I don't remember their names, but I was asked to come and be part of the team. That's my story. Did you play? Did out? you play? No, I don't have time. <laughs> got time to fucking she do. Has t- she's she got has time to, to do like a fucking polar plunge, and she those can are because those are things show. she wants to do. She can go eat poutine and get because those are with things she wants starch. to do. Not sprayed. <laughs> Covered get sprayed. In corn hey, did you go home and make gravy with the stuff that was on your clothes? <laughs> no, I didn't. We went and ate at a white linen Indian restaurant. Uh-uh. Covered in color. Yes, there was a like picture before of them. or after. After. picture. You guys are assholes. They loved us. They came over. Even the owner of, <laughs> of the restaurant. Of course they did. Because you guys went to the Hindu festival. Came over and talked to us and told us the whole story about the Star of India because it used to be located downtown yeah, for 26 years. And then they that. moved it to like uh, a holiday, now, right? No. It is now on uh, 16th West and North Temple next but, to Ramada. But wasn't it, didn't it used to be on like off of like 72nd? No, not this one. Oh. This is uh, the start of India that was on 4 South. Oh, uh, this is a different start of India. And he said that the parking was terrible, that people would place orders, then they had to cancel it because they couldn't find parking. Wow. And then their lease came up, and they said things have been looking up ever since they moved. So where are they now? Uh, like 16th West and North Temple. On the, uh, You have to go into the hotel to actually get into the restaurant. Mm. I love Indian food. Jeremy, we got to go to lunch at Saffron Valley sometime. Oh, yeah, we should. It's down by your place. 
Yes. It's down by my place. It's down by your place too. Maybe we should all three meet there. Maybe Bree could. No, she's not driving. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <laughs> not even like just no, just cut it off. So it's a freaking half an hour to get over there. Absolutely not. I don't ever even take lunch. Not at ten thirty, eleven o'clock in the afternoon. It's Who only eats like then? Well, no, I'm saying it'll take you a half hour them. to get there, and then no, I don't even take lunch at work. I just write it in on my card like I do. Me too, except for sometimes. Then I take really long breaks. Uh, I, I don't take lunch either, but I primarily work from home, so. So every day is a lunch break for you. Every day is a break. Yeah, I don't <laughs> do anything. I don't work at all. With us today, we have Jen, Jen Buckaloo. 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 That's an know. awesome last name. Thank you. What's What's that last name from? S- Scottish, actually. It's Scottish. Scottish. Woo-hoo. It's cool, whatever it is. <laughs> My last name sucks. Oh, Birch. come on. Birch. And not the tree either. So Trees are nice. We like it's, trees. Uh, it's, it's spelled different though. It's Dutch, I think, my last name. Huh. I don't know. Are you a pirate? <laughs> <laughs> I Jeremy's name I live in easiest. Utah. How the hell am I a pirate, sir? Well, it's a Dutch name. I'm like a pirate on the Great Salt Lake. But you could. You wouldn't get far. <laughs> Just but go you after, wouldn't sink. Go after all the brine shrimp boats. You'd never have to shrink. Sink. Worry about sinking. No, that's true. My that's last true. Easy. It's the easiest. Yeah. Yes. It is. Wonder where Mine's it comes the from. longest. Yep. Yours is, is... Is it Dutch as well? Mine's not the longest. Yeah. Hollingsworth? Hollingsworth is longer than anyone else in this room. Pretty sure. H-O-L-L-I-N-G-S-W. Trust me. You all didn't know this was a podcast about last names, did yeah, you? Yeah, all, all of the girls' stuff is all longer. Like, they have to My daughter's names name don't fit always. on anything. So, anyway, uh, enough about that. So, <laughs> Jen, Jen is with us. Um, Jen is actually the owner and proprietor of a local food truck, which we, we love food trucks. Uh, poutine in your mouth. It's actually poutine your mouth. Poutine your mouth. You should actually well, read off the card, and then you would read it. Well, correctly. you know, I would. I'm have, only correcting I, you because poutine <laughs> in your mouth would be redundant because poutine means put in. So if you said poutine in your mouth, it's put put in in your mouth. So that's how I Department talk, of Redundancy <laughs> Department. That's, that's how my hick, my hick language. And for for your information, Bree, I did read the card, and I still said it that way. <laughs> it's a common mistake, which I must correct. Oh, poutine. So I'm assuming the food truck is all poutine, right? It is all poutine, except for a couple of years ago, I got sick of people saying it's just fries, and I came up with a salad option. <laughs> and she has the most delicious drink ever. So to be clear, anyone that says, oh, it's just fries, you can just say, go fuck yourself. That's what the truck is. <laughs> say, it's poutine. It's French fries, cheese, and gravy. It's exactly. like going up to a burger truck. Go and to say, Canada. Just burgers. No chicken. Right? You guys no don't pizza? have any fucking pizzas up here You know, it's funny. Truck? I don't actually get that response. Anywhere except for in Utah. Oh, that's a shock. That's dumb. So you, you do other states then, right? So for the last three years, we've been traveling across the country to large events and music festivals. And nice. And we've completed 80. Whoa. You ever, you ever run into, uh, what's that guy's name? The ice cream man. Um, I don't know. One of my friends, uh, they, they, <laughs> they had a friend. I'd never met him. He traveled and gave away free ice cream at music festivals for a long time, for like 10 years sponsorships and that's just all he did following the grateful the dead ice cream man yeah no, <laughs> it's weird anyway <laughs> similar thing so <laughs> w- what made you come up with with uh, poutine truck 
I mean, so, that's an interesting food truck. So my partner, Ted Warner, and I, we traveled back when we used to be fun and fancy free. <laughs> we traveled a lot. I, the first wait, 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 year wait. that we but came... How long have you been traveling this last few years? <laughs> For the last three years, <laughs> we've been traveling a lot. But, th- you know, the original intention of what we were going to do with this business turned out to be a lot different than what we ended up with. Not saying that it's not been amazing and rewarding and whatnot, but, you know... That's kind of how owning your own business goes. It just, it, you know, I can give you the backstory. So we went to Montreal. He was a research chemist on explosives and he took, that took him to Canada a lot. And we went up there for a holiday for my birthday and for the Oceaga Festival. And we proceeded to eat poutine six times in one day. Whoa. And uh, we made from a vendor, from a truck, from a from a bunch rest- of different poutine vendors all Have over you been this to festival. Canada, Jeremy, <laughs> no. <laughs> so pretty much everyone sells poutine in Canada. Everyone, like, even KFC, even huh. Costco, oh, yeah. you can get poutine everywhere. To be fair, you can get poutine at KFC here too. I think it's you just have to ask them for potato wedges with gravy on top and cheese. <laughs> Is it the same? I don't, they, I don't think they have cheese curds here though. Uh, KFC. If you go to the AM, do, a, if you go to uh, an A&W, A&W one, KFC, they have cheese curds. They, they deep fry them. They're so good. <laughs> I like fat kid food. So poutine is clearly one of my favorite things. Yes, yes. Um, so we ate poutine six times in one day. Jeez, and, so much uh, so I'm just much. my mind immediately goes to bathroom time the next day if you eat poutine <laughs> six times in one day. That is right. not good for your gut. I, you know what? It saved my life that day. We may or may not have been at a music festival. No, I already well, said that we were. Um, I mean, we, if you drink a lot right. during a music festival, exactly. like poutine is total drunk food. Exactly. There you go. It Soak is, up that alcohol. It is perfect. It's for like that. should have had poutine is Canadian. <laughs> so, you're one of the biggest drunks I know. <laughs> yes. So it saved our life. That, that should be your new tagline: Canadian Bados. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just so is it. the food truck open at like 2 a.m.? Because that's the optimal time, I feel. So it, well, when we go to festivals, we're open 24 hours for five days straight. Holy wow. cow. That's great. How do you, how do you, with, with a festival like that, how do you prepare? Because, I mean, typically a food truck, you know, you're, you've got a commissary that you're preparing your stuff to go right. out with. So your food truck must have like fryers and all kinds of crap on board to actually make it there live in the food truck, right? Right. So the, the trailer itself, Again, my partner, he ended up, after I badgered him for two years to do this, the design of the trailer came to him in a dream and he built it. So it's a custom job and it converts. So it's it folds up really small like a trailer for us to do in-town events. And then when we go to festivals, the back of it opens up. We put a full kitchen on it. The footprint wow. turns 20 by 20. And we prep Holy everything crap, at huge. a festival on site and we'll have a reefer truck. We'll have on site refrigeration. Electric? We'll bring in a reefer. Refrigerated. refrigerated oh. Not a truck where you go smoke weed. A lot of our employees got really excited when they heard us say we have a reefer truck. So I know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> that's the truck where we're going to store all the product, not where you're going to go get high. The product. Truck. Well, I mean, you could probably get high in it too. I mean, pretty, pretty easy to hot, hot box a reefer truck, but. but Probably, <laughs> probably, but nonetheless, um, so when we, when we go to an event like that or a large event, we do prep everything on site and we will go through whole 80 boxes of fries, wow. we'll d- 2,000 pounds of cheese. Throughout the five days, I'm oh assuming God. you have to restock throughout that. We're what? cooking the entire time. Yeah, no, they bring it all you in bring the reefer truck. for five days worth? We'll bring in enough work for Ooh. five days worth, but all of the, you know, all the ground beef, all the mushrooms, all of the ingredients that we make, all of the different types of menu items 
and we'll just continue to cook for the entire five non-stop. days okay, so nonstop. I, wow. I want to talk poutine. Yes. Uh, cause, <laughs> so I've, I, I love going to Canada because that is poutine land. Um, poutine land. Between Japa Dog, which seems really weird, but they're all over in Vancouver and poutine. Um, but the best poutine I've actually ever had came from uh, the Copper Onion. They do, the, do it as a special sometimes where they do fries and they put like a like a braised beef short rib on top so it makes its own natural gravy as it dips down into the fries and then cheese on top of that what kind of poutine do you guys do the best (laughs) our menu has grown quite extensively from three years ago our first menu item at at coachella which was where where our grand opening was that's awesome go big or go home um we had four menu items but now we have the regular poutine your mouth which is the fries the cheese and the gravy that's a traditional poutine. And then we have the magic mushroom, which is mushroom sautéed with onions, garlic, kale, and finished with a truffle oil drizzle. Oh, my God. We have so a Cincinnati <laughs> chili poutine, which is an Angus oh. beef-style chili, in addition to the normal chili so for, spices. So for those of you idiots in Utah that don't, you're not all idiots, I'm sorry, but for those of you in Utah that don't know, it's a chili sauce. So it's just ground beef and, and chi- there's no beans. There's no, it's not a bean-based chili, and I get asked that all the time. Oh, I don't want that. I don't like beans in my it's, chili. It's, it's not, not beans. A, it's an it's, Angus beef-style chili, but in addition to the normal chili spices it has cinnamon allspice cocoa powder oh. and it's amazing the, wow, the flavor profile like is co- quite complex so cho- i mean chocolate and and pepper go together really well especially like a chili pepper it's insane that one's my favorite i eat it every day mm. every day Sounds like- the hangover how are you so hangover thin? Is so how are you so thin um, if you eat poutine every day, that shit is not good for you. And when you're running a food it's, truck business, you're also yes. moving around in well, a sweaty truck true. for hours. That's true. So you, you don't have any water weight. That's that's a given. But uh, French French fries and gravy and cheese. Don't you know that, that sweet if you, potato if you fries just drink have less a diet calories. coke or have a glass of water that makes it fat free, right? Okay. <laughs> Can I no. get a uh, number three extra large with a diet coke? With a diet coke. Um, we don't sell Diet Coke on our truck, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, well, we actually did take some steps to make it healthier. I know that's going to sound like... Wait, you forgot about the love and oh, the hangover. I forgot well, to the love and the hangover I yet. did hear kale in okay. the mushroom. Well, right. so no, let me... Just, so, the, <laughs> so the whole menu, we made gluten-free. And uh, we fry our fries wow. in cottonseed oil, which is the healthiest oil you can fry in. And so, the potatoes are coated in their own potato starch, so they absorb less oil. So we tried to make it healthier. So wait, wait, wait. How do you... I mean, what kind of gravy are you doing that's gluten free? Because I mean, that's it's vegetarian. A, that's it's a actually big... vegan, but you. Oh never yeah, sorry, know it. I was close. It's okay. It's, it's vegetarian too. <laughs> well, you know, because I, I cook a lot, and I, I got to be honest with you, if you use a vegetable stock versus a beef stock, they're so similar. They're Our daughter is similar. vegetarian. Yeah, so. like, and I'll cook stuff with vegetable stock instead of beef stock, and no one knows. I'll tell you this: I've had Canadians, probably fifteen of them, in tears, saying that's the best poutine they've ever had in their life. And they didn't know that the gravy wasn't a beef-based gravy until we told them. Wow. Yeah, but see, and I'm, I'm just curious, like, what, what are you using to thicken it then? Are you corn using starch. Like corn starch? Mm-hmm. Yep. She can't give away all of her secrets. Well, she's clearly not using flour. Well, <laughs> but maybe yeah. she's using, like, <laughs> There's almond a, there flour There are gluten-free flour mixes or, yeah. that now are pretty good. That They're really expensive, aren't they? They are. They are. They are quite expensive. I, and they don't, they don't give the same consistency. Our gravy is really... To be fair, Delicious. I only use flour to make gravy in a pinch because cornstarch tastes it's better. It's so I think. much better. Yeah. And it, it doesn't, well, as long as you mix it 
right with a slurry and make, doing clump. cold water it doesn't clump like you get a yeah. lot of times with with flour it can clump a lot here we are cooking gravy cooking lessons gravy cooking so, lessons 101 the <laughs> wife over there sitting next to you Bree, she doesn't gravy. like gravy i don't want gravy well ours is a savory sauce uh, most people that don't like gravy do like ours and uh, i would give so. you a sample so that you will love it and then you would want <laughs> a whole one that's the last thing i need to love Hey baby. Hey baby, I don't drink gravy? Diet Coke, so all of the things That's that I, I just have said all the calories our on them. gravy is vegan. So <laughs> plus, you can get with sweet potato fries, which have less calories. I don't like sweet potatoes. You can drink it with but wine. But she does. Look, I'm telling have you. Have a wine with it. You'll <laughs> just have a Q-gasm with it, and you'll yeah. be fine, okay? A Q-gasm is the now best. that I could probably handle. So how do you guys, I mean, are, do you guys do stuff locally? I mean, you've been traveling for the better hey, part of three she years. she has two more she has to talk about on the She's menu. She's still listing oh, menu items. Yeah, they're back up for just so a second. So let's go to the healthy options because you have salads now, right? No, let's forget about the salads. You can get any of our menu items on a bed of, of lettuce options. Instead of fries. <laughs> With or without the fries. That's so weird. So you just add lettuce Why would you do that? It? Why would you waste your time? Well, some people at the lunch crowd, lunch crowds are uh, like, where uh, I actually do th- sell this salads is, sometimes. Here's the deal. With a lunch crowd, they're like, yeah, I'm going to go healthy. I'm going to get a salad today. <laughs> like, dude, adding... 30 calories of lettuce does not change the fact that you just ate gravy, cheese, and fries. <laughs> exactly. You go to, ladies, if you go to Cafe Rio and you order a salad, it's still fattening as shit just because it has extra lettuce. 1,200 calories. Yeah. Like that's that's the thing that's funny. It's, it is kind of a, it's mental. Yeah. And so, yeah. but for me, what the biggest thing with our menu and making the entire thing gluten-free with having vegan and vegetarian options and options for the meat eater I wanted to also have salads so that if you have a group of friends and they come up to our truck, everybody Everyone can find can something on the menu and nobody has to go anywhere else. And, and we're incredibly fast. And no one dislikes French fries. Let's be honest. It's un-American if you don't yeah. like French fries. It's un-Canadian. And it's un-Canadian. Apparently it's un-Peruvian as well. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> I think true. Europeans all enjoy yeah. fries as well. Yeah. So, so it's pretty much unworldly. Unworldly, yeah. I so mean, the maybe... hangover. The hangover is breakfast in a bowl. It's delicious. Okay, what is it? What's that? It's got bacon, maple drizzle, and a sunny and side of pig on it. <laughs> that I sounds love it. good. And then the love. So you crack the egg. I'm still thinking. Do you of know this that's egg. the first thing that yeah. I ever had Stim. on your truck was the love. I know. Then you started, last summer. Then you started. Then I started so, stalking you. So, I was going to say stalking, but I decided to they say all use it down. They when all you ask, they all say that when about you me. Ask okay. for the love. Right. Do they come out of the truck and do something special? If you want us <laughs> <Maybe>. to, <laughs> we'd be happy to. So what's the love? <laughs> Sweet potato fries with goat cheese, strawberries with rosemary, and a balsamic drizzle. Wow. It's so good. That's the right way to kill my <laughs> wife. That's right. She's allergic to strawberries. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I like bacon though, so <laughs> yeah, okay with bacon on it instead. I'm okay with the hangover. The strawberries for bacon. Yeah, let's just can we get that one with bacon? <laughs> one time one time someone ordered or a few times someone has ordered asked for jalapenos on the love. It's really good. Ooh, I bet that would be I really good. Jalapenos on anything. I had, on anything. I had it on Oh, I had the hangover with sweet potato fries. That was delicious. That's really good, too. So you can always do regular fried sweet potato or half and half fries. Okay. So you go to all these <laughs> festivals because now yeah. I'm hungry. Um, and you didn't bring us poutine, which really is it just been so soggy. I know. It's one of those things. It you doesn't travel have well. You yeah, have, have it. Fresh. Yeah. I mean, I can do a deconstructed poutine and send <laughs> people away with a you know coffee mug full of gravy <laughs> okay, and tell yeah. them to go home and put it under the broiler and then put the... Coffee, I mean, yeah, the, the, the problem is, like, if the fries get soggy, you lose half of well, the Well, if the fries get cold, so. even, you that's can't really yeah. warm up 
fry. You can no. under the broiler. Our fries are crispy. Yeah. We do fry them to be crispy, which I think you should is because you're going to stick gravy on them and exactly. it's going to soften them up anyway. Exactly. So. so to answer your question, yes, we do lots of local things. <laughs> so how do pe- I mean? How do people find it? So, um, you know, I know the food truck underground guys pretty mm-hmm. well. Um, are you a member? Food Truck Underground? We are part of the Food Truck Underground. We're part of the Food Truck League. People can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Poutine Your Mouth. And we post our schedule of where we are. We are not doing nearly as many festivals and away events this year. Last year, we did 38. We lived out of an RV with our kids traveling the country from April to September and about died. So this year, we're only doing three away festivals. And we just finished one. Uh, They're little. I have a 20-month-old now. And a nine-year-old. It's brutal. <laughs> it's quite brutal. <laughs> quite brutal. So uh, we are doing tons of local things. And we have have been until, well, just a few weeks ago, really we're working hard on opening up a brick and mortars downtown. And that plan has been thrown a bit of a curveball. So, so can we talk about that? Or yeah, let's. No, about? I want to talk about that. So, how? Okay. How? Well, let me let me step back. We'll talk about back brick up. and mortar in just a second. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the things that that I've struggled with, I you know, I work primarily out of my home office. Mm-hmm. Um, I love food trucks. I have some that I am a very big fan of, but I want to find new ones. Like you know, for you guys, and Jess will tell me about trucks that that sh- she's ones aware I stuff, of. You know. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I want to go find them and even like the food truck underground. I mean, honestly, they kind of suck. Uh, like there's not a good place to see where different food trucks are at in the Valley. Like Yelp is fantastic for brick and mortar places, right? but there's not a good app or a good place that I know of in Salt Lake that you can, or online that you can find good stuff in, in the Salt Lake area or even in the Wasatch front. So the food truck league has just developed an app. I don't think all of their trucks are yet using it. Hmm. And um, so there there are a lot of folks out there that are trying to develop apps to consolidate so that you have one place to go to see and trucks can upload their entire schedule, whether it's an event through them hmm. or not. And um, yeah, it's a full time job for that app person because oh, you have to consistently be communicating with all of the food trucks, whether they're so broken actually, down. The way or their app works is it just syncs to your calendar. Each Which individual is really cool. truck. Oh, that's so they as just, long as the truck. Yeah, but that means the truck needs to be up, consistent well, gosh, too. Gosh, the truck trucks better be updating their schedule <laughs> to their calendars because if not, like ours is always on our website. Um, on our website of poutineyourmouth.com, you can always go to the 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 tour, the tour, tour the tour tab and see where we are. Um, so we post that. But. Excellent. So let's talk about the brick and mortar. So. I know you guys had a, a building scoped out. Did you already have it leased downtown? Yep. yep. So we actually still do have a lease. We uh, we were two years, or we are over just over two years into our lease. And we had planned on already having the brick and mortars up and running. And, you know, life's kind of what happens when you're busy making other plans. Mm-hmm. So we got thrown a few curveballs, the first being me getting pregnant and the second being... Last year, we, we really tried to change our model and have a bunch of managers take the truck across the country for us. And that just didn't pan out the way that we had wanted it to. And so we had already committed to 38 events and yeah, we had to pull crazy. it off ourselves. That's crazy. So we ended up having to go and do that. So that delayed us yet another year. And we were literally ready to build right now. So we ran a, we ran a Kickstarter in December. It ended in January. We didn't get funded for that. And we just keep 
trucking. We just keep figuring out ways to make things happen. And so we decided to, you know, liquidate some different assets and to kind of reallocate, you know, where our priorities are and streamline our processes. And we had a warehouse space that was in South Salt Lake and we decided to sell that. And we did. And so we finally had the money to move forward on building out our restaurant. And our landlord called us I guess towards the end of middle of February, beginning of February, and let us know that they had entered into a contract with a developer that is planning to tear down our building <laughs> downtown I and guess put at least in you a built in it yet though. Well, yeah, but put in a seven-story high-rise with 250 residential units. So we started talking to the developer about integrating us into their project. And I mean, that would be cool if they could do that. Would be. Salt Lake City right now does not require any developers to put any ground floor retail in their buildings, which is... Oh, that sucks. I mean, let's talk about how shitty that is for well, Salt gonna, Lake City. You have all these build, residential complexes and nowhere to go. If you're going to build a high rise in Salt Lake City proper, especially because it was like, what, like 3rd South, 3rd East? Yeah, 327 uh, East, 300 if, South. If you're going to put a high rise there that's right next to the rest of the downtown high rises it's in you, your best interest you to gotta put retail in the bottom well of so this things. is what's crazy to me i mean imagine if manhattan every single time they put up a high rise they didn't have any retail on the ground floor there'd be nothing. the whole island would starve yeah right <laughs> well, so they're tearing down all these yes. old cool buildings and all these historical well, buildings downtown right there, there's right. a lot of there's a lot of merchant stuff the way there. they develop things in Utah is well, it's just interesting to me because there's so many of these types of complexes going in downtown and there's obviously a huge demand to live downtown and people are moving here from out of state and there's all, you know, all the, all of the reasons and Salt Lake's come a long way even in the last five years, 10 years, 25 years, certainly since I moved, I moved here. But, uh, the fact that they keep putting in all of these high rises and, and no retail to me or, you know, my sister just moved to the Denver. Fact that that's the developer's decision is yeah, what's tons crazy of to me. Right on her ground floor in her building. Yeah. So. Like it, the fact that the city is not creating that need for zoning is what's crazy. Like, well, because like the the place over by your office between third and fourth east on four south, they're putting retail on the bottom of that. Right, that's what I was just going to say. So where the Salt Lake Roasting co- is that Salt, yeah, Salt, Salt Lake, Lake Roasting, Roasting Company, Company is, <clears throat> it's on. It's between fourth and fifth east on. No, third and fourth, third east. and fourth east on fourth south. Um, Salt Lake Roasting Company is by it's by the police station right, right across. They're, from, they're tearing that down, yeah. right? And the building that they're going to build there with the low income housing is going to have retail in the bottom. That's smart. So, like, it's not required, but that's how they're. But even but like, see, but most buildings should yeah, just be like doing a, that, like. Across the street, just, across Fourth South from that, on the other side, on the north side of the street, yes, there's an apartment complex or, or a big, not and retail. they don't. There's mm-hmm. like seven stories with no well, and retail. On, on, are you talking about the one on Fifth? No, the one on Fourth. The one on, there's one on Fifth that they just built, and it has none either. Yeah, no. but there's like a whole strip mall of places right next to it that just, I mean, it just could have been a whole little. Well, the walkway. thing that's weird about that too is, you know, they usually put the parking on the ground floor. They put some kind of a facade up. And yeah. It just, doesn't allow some kind of a connection with your community yeah. at all. And it's not that hard to dig a couple levels down to put parking. No, it's really not. Well, that so. new building that they built, they put like p- part of its parking, part of its access to the parking, and part of it is the buildings you can see in the windows. So it's it's the building's offices. Yeah. Don't put the offices there. Put something there and put your offices up one. So that sucks. Right. 
So, so are you scoping out new space now or, yep. or trying? So now, well, in our free time. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of... It's very you know, short. We just don't have a lot of time to be going out and looking in the space that we had found we felt was perfect for application. Well, especially now, it's 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 late March, almost April. Well, it's our busy is, season yeah, again. I mean, we're right up. back into, into busy season and... You know, this is really when most trucks make their money for the whole year when the weather warms up yeah. and you have a short season to go out there and really hit it hard. Otherwise, you're going to starve to death and your family's not going to eat. and You're not going to have Christmas. So, you know, it's kind of a, a tough time of year to try to be looking for new space. And the other thing is, is for our application, we operate in a really small footprint and our restaurant, you know, what was going to make it so special and why we were in love with that building and that location was, well, one giving something back to the community and kind of helping to create and add to the downtown vibe was really a big part of it. But also just the footprint of it alone was 650 square feet Yeah, that's not very to big find something tiny like that. And that's how poutineries are in Canada. You know, you go to Montreal, yeah. you, you throw a rock and you hit one and they're all about that size. And people, believe it or not, I think a lot of the reason why a lot of restaurants end up failing and particularly in Utah is because they go too big they make them so large. And so you go in there and it feels like no one's there mm -hmm. and it's vacuous. And whether well, people realize it or not, they actually like to feel cozy. We've talked about crowded. this before. Utah's really into their chains, their yeah. restaurant chains. and They are. Yeah. They so like to take their families to the chain because the kids Let's go to Chili's. Right. Let's go to That's Applebee's. not my target market. No. <laughs> It shouldn't be. And I'm not. <laughs> why downtown would be ideal if you could just find a spot. Right. So now we're looking for another spot downtown. The other reason why that spot worked is because the overhead, you know, the, the yeah. cost of the overhead on that spot worked, even if we just did lunch. And so to try to find something else now and in the time when we signed the original lease till now, the economy's gotten a lot better and the cost per square foot's gone up. Yeah. So. And I don't want to be anywhere other than downtown. I mean, really, truly, I don't want to be. Yeah. I, that's where, that's where my need, target market that, is. You need that lunch crowd. Would it be awesome? Well, I need the late night crowd. I need the bar crowd. Poutine, as we already just, <laughs> it's uh, we came out with it. It is a drunk food. It is a late night food. It is a comfort food. It is that save your life in the middle of the night kind of food. And we really are going to and are going to continue to cater to. I mean, it would be cool if you guys crowd. could find a space like right on Main Street downtown that would be awesome like where you know, <laughs> I, I mean i don't know because it's all they're all full now i mean five years ago there were tons now of we're all gonna have to keep our eyes open you should talk about what you've been doing though your what's the, what did you call it the the reverse, reverse restaurant yes so we uh we weren't ready to build and we didn't have the money to build out the restaurant at the time and so we decided to as we have with this entire business all the way along get creative think outside of the box Never put us in a box. <laughs> and um, so we decided to do a reverse restaurant where we put the truck outside of the restaurant space and we set the restaurant space up like a gallery, an so art gallery. So people just go in and eat. And so people can come and order from the truck oh. and then eat inside. So whereas all the other food trucks or most of the other food trucks closed down for the winter, we stayed open through the entire winter. And we were there four days, five days a week. And people would come and order from the truck and be able to have oh, a warm awesome. place to go sit inside. On the that weekends, a, a lot idea. of times, we would bring in DJs. So right now, we still have three years left on our lease. Mm. And we've been offered to walk away for a ridiculous amount of money that we won't accept. So unless there's something reasonable brought to the table, 
we plan to continue to keep that space and keep our reverse restaurant going. No, they can't down. tear it down, and we have a lease. They, oh. ha- they have. We the, have three years left. In order for them to put up something, they're going to have to buy them out of their lease. So they're they're going to have to help us relocate and pay, pay us a reasonable amount to go somewhere, or I'm going to just stay there, yeah. <laughs> finish out my lease. And, yeah. uh, and do my reverse restaurant. Damn who knows? It. Who knows what'll happen in three years? So I don't think they're going to uh, sit on the project. No. for no, three years. But that. um, that's my plan. That's awesome. That's a, yeah, that's a good plan. Awesome Hold plan. out for what you can because it is a it is a seller's market right now. It really is. <laughs> so <laughs> it really is. I mean, I don't. I don't definitely don't fault you know my my landlord for selling. No. If I owned a piece of property downtown and someone made me an offer I couldn't refuse, I would absolutely take that offer and run so but then they should turn right around and uh pay you for what it's worth i yes i concur so what uh (laughs) what events and stuff do you have going on coming up here oh my so we just got back from tree fort music festival my favorite music festival ever it's in boise idaho it's like south by southwest (laughs) yay boise boise is really progressive I know we're not talking about Boise, no, it but really is. it really yeah. is. It's like the suburb of Portland, and it's really cool. You know, you know what I hate about Boise, though? What's All that? the damn one-way streets. Oh, yeah. We turned down a couple of those accidentally. <laughs> you get to the, like, the downtown area of Boise, and it's you don't even know it's where like the hell you're at. It's the same way. Right? So we have lots and lots of events coming up. We're doing, like I said, only three away festivals this year. We just finished Tree uh, Fort. not very much. Yeah. Um, compared to 38, not yeah. much at all, right? It's more manageable. At least I can wrap my brain around it. The, the next two that we have after that that are out of state are huge, and uh, they will require months of planning. So I'm thankful to only be doing oh, those. We're talking two. like Coachella type not festivals. Not doing Coachella ever again. I did that three years <laughs> in a row. <laughs> Didn't make a dime. Worked my ass off for a month and was broken and battered after each month. I am so excited that April is coming and I'm not going to Coachella. Coachella. <laughs> people just didn't buy? Or? Oh, no. We sold a ton of... They take a really huge percentage. Oh, Their commissions yeah. are insane. insane. And you know what? I, I chalked it up to this is my marketing budget for the year. I'm going to blow my marketing budget at the beginning of the season, and I have no qualms at all. Coachella launched me into all the rest of the events yeah. and got me a national following, so I'm super excited about that, but it served its time and its purpose. So locally, we are going to be doing tons of things. We're, we're booked up already for um, – we'll be doing the Daybreak Roundup on April 20th oh. out at Daybreak, and uh, we have lots of different roundups that we've been booked up all the way through June uh, – We'll be doing the food truck face-off for the fir- for the third year in a row. Year cool. one, we won it. Year oh, two, cool. we came in third. Mm-hmm. This year, we're going to try to be in it to win it again. That's on, on June 10th at Liberty Park, and that's a charity event, so people should definitely come to that. That's a lot of fun. And if you want to try out a bunch of food trucks, that's a great place to go. It is a great way to, to, to do that all in one spot, and it's super fun. And they have bands and, and lots of things like that. We will be doing some of the Twilight concerts this year since we're going to be in town. We'll be doing the Bonanza Festival. We'll be doing Pride again for the third year oh. in a row. Um, that was the first time I ever had you. Was that Pride? Yes. Um, <laughs> the first time I ever had your love was at Pride. <laughs> well, and that's why <laughs> no, we did, actually, that's actually, I had the, I think I had the Cincinnati was the first one that I okay, ever had. Okay, so you lied earlier when you said the love. Yes. So I the did. first year <laughs> in business, <laughs> yes. we, we every festival we went to, we would basically develop a new menu item. So when we, we did lightning in a bottle the first year, that's when we came up with the magic mushroom. So know your audience, right? We did the <laughs> love at Pride because that, that the theme sense. that year was love is love. And then we went to Electric Forest, which was in Michigan, and that's where we were in the Midwest, and we did the Cincinnati Chili. So that's kind of how our menu evolved from year one until now. And, and then certain Cincinnati things have... Chili just, uh, 
Not All I can mom. think of is Chili no. Mac. <laughs> I love Chili Mac. So there's lots of we'll I'll, we'll be doing Sheepdog again for the oh, for the fourth year in a row. That's sweet. one of also one of my very I'm favorite really festivals. <laughs> Except for I got up there too late, and pretty much everyone was sold out of food. So I mixed. What did I mix? Oh, I mixed some sausage and peppers with their fries and poutine. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you get a sweet potato? Put in your mouth, and then you put some sausage and peppers from yeah. another vendor on yeah. it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But Sheepdog is definitely fun. So there's lots of things. I think we actually are going to take the month of July off this year. Wow, that's ambitious. Sidewalk of Fire. Uh, what's the Sidewalk of Fire? Well, we'll the 4th of July. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when you, you go light off a bunch of fireworks. In your, in your own driveway. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, staycation. Uh, no, actually, we're thinking about uh, renting an Amtrak car and traveling. Uh-huh. Like up to San Francisco and Seattle. Oh, fun. Just, you know what? We've been working our asses off for the last four years. That's yeah. awesome. And uh, our son was born on on Pie and Beer Day. Yay. So, uh, <laughs> hey, that's sweet. We love yeah. Pie and Beer Day. We do too. My birthday's the 25th. I made, a beer, I nice. made a beer pie for Pie and Beer Day. Remember? Yeah, you did. I made two. I made one with root beer so your wife could have it. And the other one with beer so the, the rest of you. Real, did it have Guinness beers. in it? What did I use? I don't know. It wasn't Guinness. A really awesome chocolate was, Guinness recipe. It was a stout. And it was apple? I don't remember. I can't even remember. The one that I made for his wife with root beer was a mousse. Like a kind of a <coughs> mousse cake. It was good. But the one that the other one was really good. I think it turned out well. The root beer one tasted just like root beer, too. It did. Really I didn't good. I try the root beer one, but I had the other. Well, yeah, because... I had like. I told you you're the you're biggest crunch I know. You're not going to waste them on root beer. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been in. That's all right. You've been in Utah. Have you been here all your life? Are you original? No, no, not at she all. She said 25 years ago. Did she not? Yeah. I moved here in 1993. Well, you know, 25. Where did you come from? Uh, well, I moved here from Carlsbad, California. Oh. I've lived in a lot of places. I was born in Portland, Oregon. Kind of grew up on a farm in the Pacific Northwest, and um, and then we moved around a lot. And I've lived in Utah when I was little for a couple of years, and then we moved down to California, and then in 93, I moved back. So why did you come back to Utah? It's kind of a long story, but my mom got remarried, and so did my dad, and my brother lived here at the time, and I wanted to get the hell away from my parents. (laughs) 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 Halfway through my senior year, and uh, if I didn't move to Utah, I wasn't going to graduate high school, so I came here. So where did you end up going to high school? I uh, went to the old Jordan High before they tore it down. Beat diggers. Beat diggers. I drive. I drove past there today because I was trying to avoid some traffic on I-15. But the old school's gone. Not yeah. Not the, the old, not the old school. All the, the new all school. our old school's gone. They're all so they, uh, my, my they tear everything that's cool down in Utah. Pretty much. <laughs> well, Granger wasn't cool. Yeah, the new building. And they'll put up parking lots. Don't worry. Put up a parking uh, lot. Pay paradise. Put up a parking <laughs> lot. All right. <laughs> The uh, new Granger is cooler. Looking. Yeah, the old. Can Granger we talk was about kind of something that is super important since the legislative session just ended? Oh yeah, the bill. yes House Bill two fifty. Yes. What do you know about it, and how does it affect you? Well, it hasn't officially gone into effect yet, but how it will affect us is that we will not have to get a our our license with the Salt Lake um, County Health Department will work for other counties. Which is so, huge. Which is huge. However, it's not as huge as people think that it is. So we still have a long, long, long way to go. Uh, what, what the problem really is, is that cities 
are requiring really hefty licensing fees for trucks to operate. And you have to have a license for every city, city, which I think personally is unconstitutional. Because if you were a plumber, you wouldn't have to have a license to operate in every single city. Correct. You would be able to have your business and have your business license for where your domain or domicile is. And then you would be able to go and service that area. Well, they already have the rules that require you to have a commissary now. Well, they've always had that. I mean, for a food truck, you have to operate out of a commissary. It's not that it's not that way in Idaho. Food <laughs> trucks in Idaho can operate out of their truck if they can cook and do everything on their truck. It's like that's because so, they voted for Pedro. But it's so much easier to operate up there. <laughs> I think that might be all why. their wildest dreams came true. That's true. Well, I want to find Pedro and let's Pedro's vote for him here. Yeah, just don't protection. start serving alcohol because I don't know how you're going to put up a wall or a curtain <laughs> or a hedge in 650 square feet. All of that, we're screwed. <laughs> a hedge? <laughs> a Zion hedge, a Zion moat, a Zion curtain, uh, whatever it is. If No matter what happens, it will be creative and artsy. So, uh, so, so House Bill 250, we still have a long way to go as far as... And I even called Utah County and asked, you know, what does this mean? And they, they, the, the counties don't even know what it means no. yet, honestly. Then they haven't figured out how they're going to apply it. So, like, I still can't operate in Utah County. Even once House Bill 250 goes into place, I still can't operate in, in Utah County unless I'm doing a private event you can or a catering event. I'll have a private event at my house. Yeah. Okay, so let's do that. We've had a couple other food trucks on, and they, they've all said the same thing. So... They're like, well, we only operate in this area. We'd love to come up there, but because of the licensing and it's just crazy. Not only is it cost prohibitive, but it takes a lot of time to get all that stuff filed. So, if you were a truck and you wanted to operate, let's say Davis County, Salt Lake County, Utah County, and and operate in all of the various cities, it would cost you somewhere between five and ten thousand dollars a year in licensing and and fees and health departments. That's crazy, and then. Throw the taxes and everything else on top of that. It's just and out of well, control. Your tax, rate, your tax rate varies from city to well, city. Well, it's no wonder that over 60% of food trucks go out of business in the state in the first year. So if you want to start a food truck, you should call Jen at Poutine Your Mouth and talk to me first. <laughs> <laughs> and if you still want to, after you talk to me, then I will wholeheartedly support you. Good luck. So, Jen, we've got to ask one more question before we let you go. We sure. ask this to every guest. You've been in Utah for a long time. You've traveled yes. the country. Um, uh, if outside there was, the country. Yeah. Yes. If there was one thing that you could tell someone they had to do before they left, if they came to visit Utah, what would it be? Hmm. That's a tough I one. I mean, other than try your poutine, of course. Right. But that's a given. If there was one thing that I had to tell them to do in Utah before they left, I'd say get up in the mountains. It's a good answer. It's a good answer. We hear that a lot. I think probably like 80% of our answers are outdoor something. Outdoor related. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how many people live here and have lived here their whole life and they've never been up bigger little Cottonwood Canyon. And I That's think that is just. Or to Zion's or anywhere I just else. went to it is for the first time and I've lived here my whole that life. That was your first time. Do you know what? That's, the, that's, that's everywhere though. Go uphold New Yorkers. How many of them have never been to the top of the Empire State Building? That's it's just, just another just, building. But it's, it's not, yeah. yeah. No, but to them, but it's th- just. We just see our mountains every day. We don't take advantage of <gasps> the But it's thing. so beautiful. Like, it's not like Yeah, but you look enough. at them and you think, oh, they're so beautiful. Like, I go, you don't think, but you're on your way to work. You're on your way to do grocery yeah. shopping. When you go visit a state, you're there to visit the state. And so you visit the mountains and you visit the. Hopefully. Do you have a particular mountain or space that you like? 
Uh, I I really do love, well, I don't know. I love all of the mountains, but Big Cottonwood Canyon, I think. Uh, Little Cottonwood Canyon. When I did, back when I did have time to ski, I would <laughs> ski at Alta a lot. And um, of course, I love Park City just because it's like not being in Utah. Yes. <laughs> it's not Utah as you can get without. It's in Utah, but not of it. It's, it's in <laughs> it's Utah. Like Jeremy. Be in Utah, but not of it. I like that. That should be our new state slogan. That's Jeremy's slogan. It's my slogan. I love it. In Utah, but not of it. Be in Utah, but not of it. Well, thanks for your uh, time with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you all for having me. It's and one been a more pleasure. time, real quick. Where can everybody reach you? Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at poutine your mouth or poutineyourmouth.com. Not poutine in your mouth. <laughs> no. Poutine your We will mouth. put poutine in your mouth, but <laughs> it's not. But that's poutine weird. Poutine in your mouth. It's poutine your mouth. That's great. That's where the it's love like comes people, from. It's they like put the it people in your that mouth go to you. the ATM machine. <laughs> so yeah, if I, if I come visit you guys, if I come visit you guys tomorrow, will you actually feed me? Yes, we <laughs> like, absolutely will. Now? We a will. A time. And, and if you order the love or anything else and you want us to come out of the truck and give you a hug, we will do that too. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks again to Jen from uh, Poutine Your Mouth. Not poutine in your mouth. Poutine. You just said it right. I'm so proud of you. Poutine in your mouth. Pooty in your mouth. Go find them. Their that, food sounds amazing. That's not right, is it? <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> no right. pooty in your mouth. I think that's something different <laughs> <So> altogether. <laughs> Before we go, just go have some damn fries and gravy, people, <laughs> and cheese curds. That's important. And the as well. chili one sounds really good too. <laughs> that was. It is. I want some good. with bacon. Yeah, the can't go wrong with the egg. hangover is good with the Except egg. For, I'm not, I'm not all that thrilled about a sunny side egg. <laughs> you can have it over medium. That's how I usually no, get over it. easy. Yeah, so, over easy. Sorry. So, the problem with sunny side is not flipping it. There's still too much liquid in the whites that I can't deal with. It's pretty not, gross. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> when I said pooty in your mouth, <laughs> it made me think today. So my client, my awesome client down in Moab, the bakery down in Moab. Oh, I love that bakery. <laughs> She sent me a message today because I was we were going back and forth on something. <laughs> she goes, ah, it's caca poo poo today. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did you fucking turn three years old? <laughs> She's like, oh my God, we're so busy. <laughs> She's like, just confirmed with my staff. They said caca poo poo is the right way to say it. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's just basically saying poo 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 poo. <laughs> like caca is just shit like it's, all, it's just in a different language she's like you know she's probably our age <laughs> since we had text she's like uh it's caca poo poo day <laughs> uh brightened my day up quite so a bit so today everybody was complaining because they had a bunch of shit on their desks and i am like anti-paper if i don't have to have a piece of paper for it then i i pawn it off or get rid of it and so i said well, I just have a bunch of shit in my brain. And they went, oh, man, I just said I had shit for brains. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys want to find us, we are on uh, Facebook <laughs> at the New Utah Podcast. Uh, uh, we're also on Twitter at TNU Podcast and uh, on the interwebs at uh, com for now. Uh, just .com, not .com for now. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher if you like what you hear. Leave Tell us Chris a review. He's an asshole. If you don't do like what day. you hear, um, you know my my three co-hosts all hate me, so uh, <laughs> they all think I'm an asshole. 
<laughs> I tell him every day, everyone, just so you know. Uh, and uh, that's it. So uh, have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.